Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest-growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. This week on the program, it's like four movies stacked inside one movie. It's Pirates of the Caribbean, colon, Dead Man's Chest. I'm Andrew Jupin. Overstuffed Steve Sadak. Rick Seasick. Crabhead Cabin. Chelsea Jupin. And we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in. As always, that's right. The pirate mania continues around here uh, with the second one, uh, Dead Man's Chest from 2006, directed by Gore Verbinski. And suffering through it with us this week <laughs> is, of course, Chelsea Jupin, my Yay. wife and quarantine partner. Hello. Yeah. Hello. How you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. I know. <laughs> I think it's been about two seconds. We did all sorts of stuff today. We sat in front of computers. We unloaded groceries. It's been a real, real blast we around here. Took the dog out wearing face masks because that's <laughs> how you have to do it now. Yep. Uh, so yeah, pirate fever has settled in here on the show, and I will say I, this is the one I've seen the most times. You saw this more than once. <laughs> I definitely did. This okay. was the this movie came out. The last summer I worked at the multiplex as a projectionist. Right. It was right after we graduated from college. Yeah. So I had like the late closing shift working in the booth. And so I saw like the last 20 minutes of this movie a ton. And then I would go out to Taco Bell at like one o'clock in the morning when it was over with and go get dinner. Um, but then, yeah, it was, dude, it was just Andrew's buying DVDs and I was <laughs> watching this. It sucks. It was tough. I was telling Steve earlier that uh, I've never so felt a movie happening at me 
<laughs> like it just passed yes. through me and it was <laughs> like so... a kidney stone cabin yeah like but not like oh my at least a kidney stone there's pain and there's struggle <laughs> so it was but nothing? like jeez it was just nothing is Literally your is nothingness. your hair all blown out like uh ernie hudson in ghostbusters 2 with the ghost train <laughs> I'm just picturing Kevin watching all these actors with their <laughs> their heads on pikes and he's screaming. Hey Chris, uh what was the what was in the dead man's chest? I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> was this uh, anyone's first time with this pirates movie? No. No. No, I mean I saw this in the theaters like everyone else, you know, like I, yeah. or I assume. And by the way, it's okay to like a movie and I will say the the costumes are nice. I like I like the fish people. I'm a fan of them. Uh, I uh, saw this. This is my only my second time seeing this. The first time, I, I was I was staunchly against that first Pirates movie, so I ju- I just avoided this in theaters. And my dad had a sick bootleg for a while. My dad was getting bootlegs, and we would go over there to hang out. It would just he would just put on a boot, and it they were the, the worst movies of all time. It was, the only ones I remember specifically were this, which took fucking forever. If you could imagine how long this movie would be on a bootleg, like with zero, with like worse sound quality and worse special half effects, out of fo- half out of focus. Exactly this and that terrible Will Ferrell, which might be the worst movie ever made. That land of the lost movie oh dude that was a hard skip oh i saw it once but i i remember it being bad and i never never went back to that one i saw this in theaters i saw the first one and liked it i haven't heard your guys episode on it yet so i don't know um i thought it was fun but this one i did not enjoy i also had an annoying theater going experience seeing this one i went with my sister we were in the first row which is like my <laughs> least favorite thing oh. to do and it was because we'd gotten into a fight in the parking lot with someone who like poop like came in and stole the spot oh, as we were turning into it fucking parking space terrorist yeah, yeah. and so i've kind of wondered if i misjudged this movie mm-hmm. um because of that experience um i don't i think it was fair yeah. <laughs> you were likely generous uh, yeah maybe <laughs> quick question at the top of the show uh before it gets away from us do you guys think that hentai kind of influenced anything here oh probably mm. it's a lot of tentacle stuff yeah. and i'm glad <laughs> you wouldn't let that get away Eric. <laughs> yeah. i'm glad you were free you saw it slipping away and you're like no no i was no. like wait because no, no, eric is totally right here though <laughs> this movie is doing it for a lot of people because absolutely it's, it's not just the kraken but it's this fucking army of barnacle pirates dude <laughs> yeah. some of these fish fuckers have squid stuff that could go places you know what i'm saying yeah no are these like are, is everyone like Everyone a former sailor that becomes a fish or they're actual fish people as well. No, I think it's you become a sailor, and I looked this up a little bit. You can tell who's been on the ship the longest, the more fishy <laughs> they, they are. are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Well, because so, there's like, that dude that's like fucking built into the wall like a Harry Potter character. Yeah. <laughs> there's a guy who has like a tree branch for a face. So like He's got to be the oldest one. I, I just kind of want to like six months in, Will Turner just wakes up. He's like, Dad, Dad, my Willie's a Bronzino. <laughs> what happened, Dad? What? So wait, your whole cock is turning into a fish? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's different for everybody, Andrew. It's different now, for everybody. Now, now, calm, calm down, son. It happens to us all. It does. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just a rite of passage. It's like fucking Teen Wolf. I, I got my, got myself a cord down there. Hey, hey, you better not be catch of the day in there. <laughs> I don't know. I, I will say this movie makes 
the huge mistake, and it's a mistake that I think this and certainly the next one do, which I did see in theaters, the only one I did see in theaters, is that the mythology and the lore and the story has to be so big. Yep. Why can't this just be Pirates of the Caribbean 2, The Hunt for Somebody's Doubloons? Absolutely. We're just looking for a treasure chest somewhere. There's some da- back dealing, but it's all, and you can well, have some scary stuff because the first one had it, but like relatively simple. Yes, yes, but this is how you get people uh, really coming back for number three, which you are already making at this point. But I do appreciate that this movie has like a pseudo negative empire type ending to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's I mean? unnecessary. I I I, I, I agree, but I, I don't I don't I just don't think that this series needs to go quite so gloomy. It's all it should right. just be about jo- Johnny Depp fucking around. Like it's a Disney kids movie based on a ride. It, <laughs> yes, it is yes. a weird tone for it to take. Wait a second, guys. I totally forgot. We have our resident Florida expert <laughs> in studio. Cause yeah. no, because in the last episode we were trying to think about that ride and whatnot. Oh yeah. yeah. So Chelsea, you grew up in Miami. Yeah. You went to Disney World a lot. Yeah. Did you go on that ride? Sure. Of what course. are we talking? What do you mean? It, oh, so it was looks it like, like the movie. No, but okay, that was that was a dumb question. But was it was it like um was it like an action show kind of ride? Were you in a cart? Were you in a boat? You're in a boat, like on a on a track. Um, it's kind of more like, hey, look around than anything. Mm-hmm. The pirates don't really interact with you. That's so good. it's not like um, the Jungle Cruise uh, where there's like interaction. Oh, wait, The Rock's talking to you in Jungle Cruise ride? <laughs> I'll or be honest. The, the Rock is playing. I don't I'll, know. I'll be honest. I was doing a lot of looking around while watching this. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking around at anything else that was in the house. I just like the line. Chelsea, yeah. since you've gone, because I, I, I mean, I must have gone. I've gone to Disney twice. Once as a kid, once as an adult. I very remember specifically the adult time. Johnny Depp was there. Do you remember it pre Pirates the movie? Because they did change it. I went to Disney World the last time this summer. The first one came out, so mm-hmm. I haven't seen the Johnny Depp Pirates. Oh, okay. But that <clears throat> when you went, so you went summer of aught three when yes. this first one came out. Was the ride open then? Because wasn't it closed for a while or something? I don't remember. Or they had to change it to make it like kind of more family friendly once the movie came out. Because it wasn't there like pirates like running after ladies and stuff like that. And yeah, there's two- I feel like they had to have kept that. That's kind of a staple of the ride. The thing I know is that they did add like a Johnny Depp. So there's like a straight animatronic. Up- yeah. Oh, it's an animatronic. Yeah, they're yes. all animatronic. <laughs> oh, yes. I thought these were people. No, running. no, 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 no. Oh, this ride's getting worse all the time. <laughs> it's, it's all animatronic. Yeah. A, a wet hall of presidents, pretty much. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. A dark, wet hall of presidents. That's the perfect way to describe it. <laughs> Which is why they had behind to- that. <laughs> Which is why they kind of had to close it because there was a rash of people jerking off in the boats for a while. Oh, sure. Just- yeah, that just. I- you know what's a good thing, and it's a way that this starts off. For a minute, I thought this was the November Rain video. <laughs> yes. For a second there, I thought Axel was gonna come out and go, "I'm November Rain." I, I was really, but then I was like, "Oh no, fuck! It's this two and a half hour movie." He should have been. There was a. Uh, I read this in the last one that Jimmy Buffett was approached to be a pirate oh, in the last approached. movie, and he was too busy. What? That's um, insane. Dude, I just, could you dude? imagine being like somebody like, um, hold for Jimmy Buffett, please? And it's like, what? <laughs> it's just Jimmy Buffett Industries. Hey, 
There's a Margaritaville in New Mexico that's opening up, baby. Well, Time to do an appearance. With this movie, they might have wanted to put like a like a seashell on his head or something. And he was like, <laughs> yeah. nah. Oh, do you think he was like, I demand to look exactly how I look at all times. Like right. continuity be damned. Or like exactly. Hawaii doesn't exist. You can't be wearing a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> look, it's- I'll do it if I be- I get to play the guy who brought margaritas to the pirates. <laughs> I want to teach Jack Sparrow how to make a margarita. <laughs> oh, like no, a- mole out of rum. You know me. I lo- oh, what's that? I just <laughs> want to say, I know that Hawaii existed, but that it wasn't a state. Correct. So yeah. Also, just- probably Hawaiian shirts did not exist. You exactly. that That's the thing I was saying. But Welcome to the just- show, Chelsea. You do want to stop those tweets in real time. You do. You really Absolutely. do. So Absolutely. Great. I like bringing the margaritas to the pirates. It sounds like a like a, like a Thanksgiving type of thing. <laughs> well, could, you know what it could be, honestly. And I bet they had this written for if the cameo went down. He's like playing some like dirtbag dude, maybe a pirate, maybe not. And he's just like. Oi there, Jack Sparrow. How about this? A little tequila. And Jack Sparrow like spits in his face, and he's like, "Sorry, love, rum only." <laughs> what I would go all full hog. Maybe it's Pirates of the Caribbean two. Search for the enchanted last lost shaker of salt. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe it grants immortality. You know. Look, everybody, we're going to set course for the cheeseburger in paradise. Sandy. <laughs> they got to get to the uh, the world's end because that's where the salted rim is. <laughs> we got to lick the salted rim, love. <laughs> now we just uh, need a giant lime. <laughs> this movie, I guess, more or less picks up where the last one left off to a degree. It's their wedding day. It's raining Alanis Morissette fans. <laughs> Um, and like what you don't want to have happen on your wedding day is for the government to storm into the uh, venue and demand your arrest and immediate execution. <laughs> Why do you think my wedding was so small? I didn't want anyone <laughs> catching on. Oh go, my God. go, go, go. <laughs> this is crazy though, because it's like they even like, she's the governor of this province or whatever, this territory's, you know, daughter. And, this guy just coming from the outside who's like a lord so i guess that's uh, i don't know what the royal uh, hierarchy is but he yes eric, he is east indian trading company Chris. eric it's yeah. lord beckett <laughs> the most evil motherfucker that's ever existed lord beckett isn't Informed he like the commander that lord beckett's shuttle has arrived <laughs> he's like he's the def- main villain in other than like the squid face he is like the main villain of this series. But I've never seen a villain do so little. Yeah. Like this dude does in this movie. This dude does diddly dick. Yeah. Well, th- 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 that's the, it's so, this movie is so diffuse in what it's trying to do. There's so many little side quests. And like later on, the two comedic, Mackenzie Crook and the oh, other guy, yeah. have to be like, all right, this is three, there's a three sided sword fight. Let me tell you, the audience, what the fuck's even happening. Dude, Chelsea like, and I were talking it. about this before we went on the air. Like, if your movie has to stop dead, right. so two obnoxious tertiary characters. So your Rosencrantz and Guildenstern can tell you. What's yep. going on? Get the fuck out of yeah. here. Now, is everyone playing along at home? <laughs> but at the same time, right before they did that, I had copied and pasted some of the Wikipedia plot summary into my notes because I was so confused. So <laughs> of then, course you did, though. Then when they explained it, I was like, oh, thanks, guys. That's not your fault. <laughs> but it's like, if your movie, if you have characters in your movie doing that and like 
yeah, you're kind of like playing it off as a joke. It also means that you're concerned your audience isn't going to follow the movie. Right. And that's Some a problem. Dis- Bob Iger was like, what the fuck is this movie? And they're <laughs> like, all right, we need to have somebody explain it to him. Here's a- who, who better than our two best, most favorite, hilarious side pirates of all time? But- these two guys. If Disney Plus had existed, they would have gotten their own like shorts, series, oh, everything. Absolutely. Fuck. Yeah. Oh god, you're right. Yeah. That'd be Disney negative. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, there's there's scenes in this feel like extras that you would put on a DVD extra thing. Yeah. Like the Lloyd and what's his name from Get Smart fucking thing. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yep. But they just shoved it into this movie to make it fucking two and a half hours. Uh, ever since I stopped working for Disney, I've been Disney negative, actually. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with this, like, torture palace in the opening here? Where, I, like, I, it's like out of Game of Thrones. Like, this dude's getting his eyes eaten out by crows. Is this like it's the a- coffin factory part? <laughs> yes. When there's, like, dudes that are just like, my job is a coffin tosser. Co- yep. Coffin comes down, I toss it into the water. <laughs> And it is the most brutal and awesome part of this movie. And it, it the crow eating the dude's eye out. I'm like, oh, shit, get Odin on the case here, man. It Absolutely. rules, but it doesn't do anything. And I don't know, like, this is where he gets the map, which is what the shape the key is. Correct. And I will say, keeping <clears throat> in line with the first movie, he does also have a cool entrance in this movie. I it's do fun. like yeah. him mm-hmm. shooting through the coffin and doing kind of like a Bugs Bunny thing with the gun as like a yeah. periscope almost. Nobody gives me an Osama Bin Laden funeral love. <laughs> <laughs> dude, if you think they gave Bin Laden a box, dude, you got another thing coming. <laughs> no, yeah, they gave him an apartment in New York City is what they gave him. <laughs> that I'll show you those documents. He's in the uh, Davy Jones's locker now, right? Because mm-hmm. he got thrown in the ocean, and the ocean is dominated by the ocean's devil, which we mm. come to know as Davy Jones and his flying Dutchman. Oh, yes. so it's been like it's been about a decade. Do you think uh, what kind of fish parts do you think Osama's got at this point? Oh, well, he's definitely got that cod dick you were talking about. Dude. <laughs> but, but but that that beard, he definitely has some squid or some octopus. I think mm. sure. I think yes. the octopus beard actually looks pretty good. And I think the, the CGI really holds up in this movie. I was surprised. Death I was does. too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bill Nighy rules and looks really cool in this movie. He does, but it's also, it's so much that I was like, how much, is Bill Nighy even there? Did he <laughs> like come to set? Has he, it, it, it's a bit Probably much, not. I think. I it is. Know. A bit, no, you're, you're, I think you're right. Because he's also not the main source of like the conflict. There's so much other bullshit going on. Yep. That he just kind of gets drowned out. But it's ass because he's supposed to be the villain of the movie. You would think, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would fucking think. No, we spend more time with fucking dumb cannibals than we do figuring uh. out what the hell his shit is. Yeah, so yeah. they get arrested. Um, Kira Knightley, for the first half of this movie and some towards the middle, is aggressively horny. That's like her only character trait. Mm-hmm. Dude, she's biting this lower lip. I thought she was going to start to bleed, dude. It was insane. She's it's, looking at Johnny Depp that way. She's looking at that fucking pirate that looks like Neil Young that way. <laughs> it's just very weird for your your only female character, essentially. Like, that's all. Because she's like, oh, it's supposed to be my wedding day. And I get it. You know what I mean? Hey. But come Who's on. not horny on their wedding day? Also, it's a women in prison <laughs> film for a while with her. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't remember this movie all that well, even though I have seen this one more than the, the last one. But I was like, is she locked in this cage the whole film? Yes. And Thankfully, like, she's not. But know, I was who, like, 
is this the way the wind's blowing here with this movie? We might have gotten more Jonathan Price that way, though. Ooh. <laughs> that would have been a trade-up. But, like, she could have escaped or something. Instead, it's ba- what it comes down to is Lord Beckett's like, okay, I'll have you leave then. <laughs> you find the compass. Mm. Well, right, because Jonathan Price, like, tries to get her broken out or is that how she gets right. locked up in the first place she gets locked up multiple times uh, she gets locked up at the <laughs> wedding and then jonathan price does try to break her out she gets locked up again and then something happens where she's able to have like a little one-on-one with uh lord beckett and oh, so- then they realize they could work together right so jonathan price barters she gets arrested uh will gets uh sent off to find Jack Sparrow's magical compass. Yes, I said that correctly. Uh. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I have to say about the compass really quickly. At no point in that first movie is it ever hinted at, as far as I could tell, that that compass is magic. Yeah, It's like he's just this drunk that's looking at this compass. That doesn't work. Yeah, and like, yeah. ha-ha, it doesn't work. And that's like the end of the story. Nope, magic. And you need the magic compass <laughs> to find the magic piece of cloth that outlines the magic ring to find the magic ring to open the magic chest <laughs> dude it is a really something quite a but lot so, so Kira knightley uh, <laughs> escapes because uh jonathan price barters for her freedom but then this guy double crosses her and then when he double crosses her she escapes into the night and then this is when she confronts him with a gun and he's like all right uh, you're not just escaping now you have to find the compass or whatever this guy's motivation i guess is he wants the chest to control the seas? Yeah. The, tra- I mean, the trading routes, right? Because he's the yes. East India Trading Company or whatever. I do appreciate this film and this franchise for moving towards this direction of like, you know what's worse than pirates, love? Companies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Yeah. Incorporated no, businesses. It does have, I mean, and the last movie has this a little bit, but this one more so is like the the real evil, like pirates are are, are a source of freedom as opposed to corporate slavery, question yeah. mark. Right, and like he even has a speech. I think it's with um, Kira Knightley about how, or maybe he's talking with Jonathan Price about how, like, you know, pirates are like passe, and like the lifestyle of Jack Sparrow is like a thing of the past, and blah blah blah. So it's kind of interesting that these movies are set at this point where it's like there's a changing in society a little bit here, sort of like the ass end of piratery almost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, I think the thing though is, doesn't he want <clears throat> the compass explicitly because yes. the comp, like the compass yes. we come to learn points you towards the direction of whatever it is in life that you want the most. Okay. It's trading routes for everyone. Yeah. yeah. I can um, find my fucking refrigerator guys. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I mean, my beard food is. That's all I've got these days. It's trading routes, but it's also like you have you control the agent of Davy Jones. Like Davy Jones can mm-hmm. do all your wet work. Right. So like if a rival trading company yeah. you can make a squall happen. I don't know. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. 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 get some face. squalls going. Maybe. Or the Kraken, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Squall is just a word I know. Yeah, you control the Kraken. Anyway. Oh, the movie White Squall with uh, yes. uh, Jeff Bridges and Scott Wolf. And Ethan Embry and like a whole bunch of other ninety-seven dreamboats. Uh, yes, Brian Phillippe. Um, yep. I've seen it many times at many sleepovers. It was a dreamboat movie. It was I never a saw real it. Dreamboat movie. Isn't there like a trial in that movie though? For some yes. reason, yeah, like they're 
taken to maritime court. I don't know. By that yeah. point, all, all the dream boats are dead, and I swear. You are in court. You are in court for being a dream boat. <laughs> you, you are uh, uh, Jeff Bridges. You will now hang from the neck till dead for the murder of exactly twenty-one dream boats. <laughs> Is that what that movie's about? Like, yeah. Jeff Bridges kills kids in a, in, because of the squall? Oh, it was the storm. I mean, they died the storm the did it. St- yeah. <laughs> oh, the I storm told held. me to do it. I also haven't seen this movie since I was at a sleepover, so if I'm remembering I, wrong, I apologies. I saw gotcha. it about two years ago. It's awfully boring. But Were you at a 13-year-old <laughs> I was. I was in the definitely mid- was. And, uh... There are just like a lot. Of, there are like a lot of tight white tees in there, man. Yeah. It's, Wait, it's looking good sleepy. at the sleepover or in the movie. <laughs> at the sleepover too. Speaking of, I, I, I've been kind of circling this movie for possible uh, future episode, and I've never seen it, but I remember the trailer being ridiculous as a dreamboat movie. Wild America, Chelsea. Have you seen it? What one was that? That's with it's got Devin Sawa and like uh, JTT is in it, and they're like three brothers. Fucking yeah. around with lions for some reason. Oh, I remember this that's, movie. That's my favorite uh, adaptation of The Revenant. <laughs> <laughs> I might have seen it. Yeah, I don't okay. remember it. Got it. Um, because I keep thinking I did, but I'm just thinking of the the Tom and Huck movie that the two of them. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, Devin Sawa was Huckleberry Finn in that movie. Uh, actually, no, it's it's Brad no. Redfro. Actually, uh, R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P. Uh-huh. Um, so. Yeah, there's another thing where, like, Beckett has, like, I guess Beckett knows Jack Sparrow because he branded him with, like, the pirate P at one right. point. Um, doesn't really come to anything in this movie. Yeah. Maybe that's in another movie because I definitely slept through on Stranger Tides uh, and then didn't see the well, other Well, it's two. At World's End next, right? Oh, At World's yeah. End, excuse right. me. That's what yeah. I, mean. I don't remember any of the sequels either. In fact, I thought some of the set pieces from this movie were in later <laughs> movies and it was not. And that was the I real... Was, I yeah, I actually realized. Funny, speaking of the wheel, dude. Exactly, I oh. was con- uh, mixing up. I was combining this movie and the first movie because last week I was watching the movie and I was like, "Oh, where's this part? Where's that part?" And all those parts that I thought were missing <laughs> were in this movie. Er- Eric, you weren't uh, wrong about the wheel. They just do it again in a later movie. Really? Do they really? There's a whole scene that's oh. just the scene no. again. Wait, Cab- wait, Cabin, have you seen all of these? I have not seen the very last one. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, um, but the other ones, yeah. So at one point, like after he breaks out of the coffin, like he's back on, I think it's the Black Pearl with all his dudes and whatnot. It is very hard to tell which ship is which. Absolutely. I believe it is the Black Pearl, though. Um, And this is where I guess it's a spectral projection of Stellan Skarsgård, or maybe Bill Nighy let him off the ship to come to the Black Pearl and give a warning. He had a ghost rumspringer and he decided to go there. Uh, but this is this is Stellan Skarsgård as bootstrap Bill Turner, uh, Will Turner's father, who's only mentioned about uh, in the first film. Uh, here he is, and he says, "Time's run out, Jack. Uh, something, something. You know, time to pay the fiddler whore." Uh, <laughs> it's a great. <laughs> he's got a great pirate voice. I mean, that's just yeah. Stellan Skarsgård, yeah. Skarsgård in general. Yeah, but it's a great pirate voice. I'll give it to him. Actually, dude, if you just isolated lines he has in any of those abysmal first two Thor movies, 
and just like put like ocean waves like <laughs> shushing behind it, you probably could confuse some people. Like, I the Tesseract. <laughs> Plus, it does kind of work having him be like a kind of weird looking guy with attractive sons. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah right. since that's apparently how it works. That's a family. fuckable family, man. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I'm imagining the way that he relates to Jack Sparrow in this uh, is how Scarsgard in real life relates to Von Trier. <laughs> in what capacity? So, like He's just like, you're going to get caught one of these days. You can't keep on saying you you empathize with Hitler. You can't say that, Lars. It's going to catch up with you one of these days. I, 13 years are up, Lars. You're a, you've been banned from the Cannes Film Festival. Damn it, Steve. You beat me to a band from the Cannes Film Festival joke. Yar, your persona non grata from Isle de Cannes Film Festival. Lars von Trier might be a pirate, right? Because he famously doesn't fly. Yeah. So I assume he takes the high seas. Is that, sure. Is that part yeah, of Dogma sure. 93? Is that? or yes. the yeah, do- yeah. yeah, part of the Dogma initiative, Steve. You're absolutely right. It was you had to shoot everything on shitty, like awful early uh, digital video. Uh, you had to use non-actors. And yes, you had to take a boat everywhere you went. <laughs> well, specifically by pirate ship. <laughs> specifically pirate ships. Uh, uh, so yeah, so he's like, "Hey man, you know, Davy Jones uh, sent me uh, times up on whatever your your ve- you know he's got a, a bevy of life debts against his soul." Old Jack Sparrow does, and Davy Jones is saying, "Hey, it's time to come home, and you start your service with me, which is like you're a coral reef pirate for the next one hundred years." Um, and that's it. Go fuck yourself, Jack Sparrow. What happens after the hundred years? If I if I join up as like a thirty year old man, right? Do I come back as a thirty year old man, or am I just turned into a skeleton at that point? I don't know, but I'll tell you what, Steve. I heard stupendous retirement plan. Oh, okay, that's nice. <laughs> There's one part where uh, Bootstrap Bill says, like, "Well, you know, I'm going to let you, or help Orlando Bloom out of this mess. Like, what are they going to do to me? You know, like, come on, yeah. they've done everything." And that's that shows you the fallacy of not only Davy Jones's locker, but hell and how that doesn't exist either. Because after hundreds of years, like, nothing's going to matter or mean anything anymore. You can't torture forever. True. Yeah. Um. So, oh, so the other thing he says is, oh, and by the way, uh, if you don't come back to the Dutchman and do this, Davy Jones has sent a little present your way. Hello, the Kraken. And does he give him this weird black mark here? Is that what he does? He like Skarsgård gives it to him. Yeah. And it is a tracker. Was I? It's uh, that's how the Kraken can find him is the idea by like. Tracking, oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm by glad tracking you guys are mentioning this because yeah. I did not remember that detail. I was just like, oh, I guess that's another one of these curses I've heard about. <laughs> well, I think somebody even says uh, about Johnny Depp or about Jack Sparrow that he's twice cursed. I'm like, it's a lot of curses, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like a gambling addict. Seriously, dude, yeah. once is enough, man. I'm what cursed a, one time, forget it. What an interesting character. can we talk about the quick scene with these two like eastern european pirates on this boat or maybe they're not pirates they're turkish uh are they the subtitles told me so oh excellent these poor bastards dude they fucking find is it jack sparrow's hat yes yeah and they're all like oh look at me in this fancy hat and everything hat yeah (laughs) like it's like and this is i hate when movies do this where it's like we're trying to keep the monster secret so the first time the monster attacks a thing, 
it looks one way, but then the monster decides to change its plan of attack going forward. Because in this this scene, it's like, oh, what's that noise? And then the boat is like, shunk, just like yes. pulled under the water. It, Not a tentacle to be found. There's no basement weirdos jerking off at that. It's it's very <laughs> cartoonish. It's like when like a when Daffy Duck's body got pulled down and his head uh, stayed up. And like the long neck, yeah. And he's yeah, like, yeah. he said, "Mother," and then like, <laughs> that's what it looks like when this ship goes down. There is a lot of cartooning in this more than the last film. Like once when they try to escape the cannibals and the the pole, and he's jumping around. It is very like Acme brand. Yeah, and I wonder if it's to sort of they think that making a lot of cartoony parts and a lot of weird, scary, disgusting parts equals a children's movie. Like if we, <laughs> yeah. if we just throw a lot of children's stuff on it, it all sort of balances out. And it's, I don't know if I think that it does. I don't think it does either, but it is that kind of equation, like something for everyone. Exactly. Like there's stuff in here for the parents to watch while they take the kids to this movie. Yeah. But in this instance, all of these movies are PG-13 as far as I understand. Yeah, look, it. we got something for everyone. The kids will love Jack acting like Bugs Bunny. The teenage boy will like fucking horny Kira Knightley. The weird kids will like the Kraken. <laughs> Mom will like Stellan Skarsgård, I bet. Weird mom will like who the is, I'm sorry. Who, who is giving the moms Stellan's Skarsgård? What? All right, no. the, the Swedish moms will like Stellan Skarsgård? Even that, I think Mrs. Skarsgård and Mrs. Skarsgård yeah. alone. I it's don't know. Not, it's not like Mama Mia Skarsgård either. Yeah. It's got a, he's got a clamshell on his cheek. He's Mama got a fucking starfish on his forehead. Quick question. I did not see Mamma Mia. Uh, is he hot as fuck in that movie? It's They're about as hot as he's going to get. Beachy, Greeky looking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And now that <laughs> happens nice, because <laughs> Meryl Streep is cursed by Davy Jones. Yeah. Mamma Mia. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why they're near the ocean. to eternity to not know who fathered Amanda Seyfried. <laughs> oh, do we have the answer to that, by the way? I've never seen either Mamma Mia I, movie. I, I'm I, talking like I know it, and I do know I, I do know the answer to that question. Of course oh, you, you do. do. Chris Cabin, elaborate right now. It's Pierce Brosnan. Oh, oh nice, oh. dude. Goldeneye. <laughs> Goldeneye, he'll get you pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it's something. Yeah, I like it. We're just thinking about lurking in the shadows. I'm like, I don't know. Question, by the way, there's a, well, not a question, I guess, but to speak of the horniness in this movie, Will and Elizabeth are super fucking horny, uh, kind of at the jump. But they also have like two scenes together. Yes. I know, but one of the scenes they have together is horny as fuck when yeah. she's locked up. Yeah. And he comes in, he's like, all right, here's the deal. I just made... This agreement, all I have to do is go get this fucking key or the compass uh, from Jack Sparrow, bring it back to this weird turd, and you'll be set free. Um, and she says something about, like, oh, like, I wish I, you know, I can't wait to have you or something like that. Or he says that. So one of them says it, and the other one says, if it weren't for these bars, I'd have you already. Yes. And both of them bite their lips at the same time. I think she might have said that, actually. So I think you're right on the hornia meter for I, her. I think but, you're right, dude. She does say, because I just remembered the, the punchline on that exchange is Jonathan Price, like, falls over. 
And I think when they when, when they when we first go to this prison and she's in there, there's like dudes in the other cell that are like, yes. "Oh, let me try to grab you." It's yep. like, oh, well, definitely. and that's a definite. They're doing the the bit from the ride. That's a definite copy of it. The same with the dog is also from the ride. Oh, right. the, the dog, the dog was the in the first movie as well because I think it was the same band of guys basically that yeah. were like, "Oh, give me the guys. key, dog." Yes, that's exactly. They do that in the in but, the ride. But is this with the, the same with dog the, with a lady though? There's a lot of with ladies, but also with the dog. I don't know. It's like it's a kind of long ride. Oh, You're man, on it a little do, bit. These, You've yeah, been in line for an hour. You gotta give them something. They do it with dogs. They do it with ladies. Yeah. They, Eric, they do it with donkeys because they call back the donkey <laughs> gag from the fucking first one. Because that that's the first place that East India Company goes to look for them. Yes. Oh well, right. Well, actually, did you read the IMDb trivia? Is that that's a different donkey? <laughs> oh my no, god! No, no, first donkey. No. Is he okay? No, I made that up. No, it just <laughs> no. There, uh, negotiations <laughs> fell through with the first donkey. No, that, he that wanted don- too much money. No, Fucking betrayal, don- man. I was just worried he didn't make it. It was hard enough with everything that happens to the dog. I immediately went on to that does the dog die.com whatever i was like oh no what is going to happen to this dog well that dog is left abandoned on an island full of cannibals yeah which i don't understand why the the cannibals well but the stinger scene did you watch the stinger oh no i did not oh thank you you, chelsea for bringing up that stinger scene (laughs) you're welcome eric since you usually miss the stinger scene i'll let you explain (laughs) it so you can uh, okay Uh, well fully enjoy this moment the the dog is left on the beach it's chased by the cannibals while jack sparrow escapes and then the stinger scene the dog is now dressed up as the new god of the cannibals but oh. but jack sparrow was going to be eaten by the cannibals as a god anyway yeah. right we'll, so we'll these, these so, people are so, chowing down on this dog the dog's dead that's what i'm saying <laughs> more importantly up. i was curious because you were talking about chelsea i think i was like is that donkey still alive and donkeys live from 25 to 30 years a donkey right. can live All right so wow. the donkey is like having its own high seas adventure right now. Exactly. Well, maybe it could have been like 28, in which case, what a terrible way to end your life. Or I married it on international waters. <laughs> that donkey what? is in a loving relationship now, married. Well, yes, James. Actually, John Depp was just wonderful to work with again. I, I loved just eating hay uh, in front of him, I thought that was wonderful. Um, so there's like a there's like a montage of Orlando Bloom looking for Johnny Depp, which is particularly stupid. It reminds me a lot of the Mean Girls montage where it's everyone talking about Regina George before you meet her. When yes. it's like, I hear her hair is yes. insured for ten thousand dollars. They're like, Oh, Jack Sparrow. <laughs> There's like some gag where like again I guess he's like in some way or another enraged this prostitute <laughs> because she's like oh Jack Sparrow haven't seen him in a month when you see him will you give him this message and she like slaps Orlando Bloom in the that, face that's I think it's question. the same woman that slaps Johnny Depp in the first movie is he idea? not paying is that what's going on what's if, you, if you're ripping off prostitutes man that's some scuzzy shit it was like where it was an era where it's like, oh yeah, you know, your lovable rogue character can abuse sex workers, and it's just like, uh-huh. now I'm just thinking of like Clint Eastwood and Unforgiven hunting Johnny Depp. <laughs> I yes. would love that. Yes, <laughs> angered hookers, and he no. ends up tracking him down on the island with the aforementioned cannibals. Yeah, that I don't think it's. 
probably a very culturally sensitive depiction. No, no probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Diversity-wise, this movie fails. Like, because like the first movie, at least, like Zoe Saldana was just a pirate. You know what I mean? Like she was just par- another pirate on yeah. in the group. Yeah. But in this movie, like every person of color is either like a Haitian witch doctor situation and or a cannibal. And it's like, nah. Does Zoe Saldana come back in the other three? I had not remembered she was in them until you were watching the first one. I think because like this movie is 06. The next one was 07 and they're like back to back. Yeah, I think she's and then back. by that point, like whenever that fourth movie came around, I think she was just way too big of a star to play nothing pirate at that point. Because that first Star Trek movie, two thousand nine, I think. Yeah, did she have anything big before that or no? Center stage. So no, <laughs> <laughs> something. We we watched that recently. It's one of my favorite bad movies. Isn't Center Stage like two thousand though? Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, so they, the Black Pearl has, uh, run aground because Johnny Depp is like freaking out about this curse and the Kraken's coming for him. So he's like, all right, we got to get to safety. We just got to find land. And the land that they find is this island. And you don't really see what happens until Orlando Bloom shows up. And yeah, it is like, it is straight out of Raiders. Like, <sighs> here are these, like, dangerous jungle people. It's more like the, like, old racist Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> stuff, that, stuff that would be aired with a warning now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm actually surprised that because Disney Plus is so fucking huge, I'm like, when, did you guys see this? When you watch, the warning? like, yeah. yeah, like, oh, this, this, you know, was made during a time when this wasn't culturally insensitive or whatever, but it's all, like, shit from like the 40s like you'll see like a super racist like goofy cartoon or something <laughs> i i thought you meant the the warning on this right when you start to play this movie there's a thing in the corner that's like warning tobacco depictions oh, oh yeah. jesus no there's a thing like when you're reading the descriptions of old disney shorts at the end of the text it says like you know uh you know content warning uh this contains outdated and culturally insensitive themes and images or whatever it is it's something yeah. like that yeah um but they're basically saying like we didn't edit this shit out but just know that this is there i feel like you got to put that on this movie too yeah. <laughs> like well, yeah. like uh, okay like this movie is 14 years old uh there's some shit in here that shouldn't have been in here in the first place but it is still here yeah. they're putting hair all over the bare asses put the hair all over the racism yeah just like make them really hairy they're all cousin it's <laughs> oh fuck dude that is just a fucking planet of aliens the the cannibal angle like you can almost see it it's like it's like a kitsch factor at this point but at the, but at the same time don't dwell don't like sit there for this goddamn long if you're gonna do it like I don't know like Raiders of the Lost Ark the, has uh, indigenous people that that fight Indiana Jones and it's over and done with in like five ten minutes well, that's a good this, call dude this, this is like forty minutes long it's a cold open because it has nothing to do with anything like really like. It's where Orlando Bloom and Johnny Depp hook up again, but that can happen in five, ten minutes tops. Exactly. And that's like when you watch this sequence, it's like you're realizing it's got the same problems as that first movie has where it's like we got to go to this place and then we're meeting up with this person and now we're fucking switching this boat and this person's going here instead. It always seems way too easy to get on a ship in these movies like <laughs> yeah. they're in the middle of this how do you get on a pirate ship in the middle of the sea 
I, they're finding them. They're like hailing cabs. It's I don't crazy. understand. <laughs> they make it seem way too easy. I, I think it should be harder. And Can I say Poober? It's Pirate Uber, I guess. Oh, Poober, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yar. Welcome to Poober. <laughs> we somehow have better public relations and treat our employees better than Uber. Uh, well, Smitty is going to be here in five minutes. <laughs> Smitty. <laughs> Captain Smitty. Does he then rob you or, or what? <laughs> That's a great like, question. They, they take more money than you thought they were going to take. That's, I think, what Arr. it is. Like, you get there safely, but they steal shit from you. And much like Uber and Lyft, you're a little afraid doing it alone as a woman. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Arr, there aren't actually that many ships there. There's, there's <laughs> more ships on the map than there are actually, you know, there's only one or two. What the hell? We have to charge you more doubloons due to congestion sailing. <laughs> what the hell is Smitty doing? He's fucking sailing in circles. <laughs> I just said ten minutes. Apologies, I had to stop to go to the bathroom. Yar, I'm here. Where ye be? Where ye be? Yar, I'm sailing out again in five minutes if you don't show up. Yeah, oh, I can't go as far as Puerto Rico. <laughs> Etc. So, I mean, and the, the other thing that's really problematic about sequences like this in these movies is like nothing comes out of it. I mean, like exactly. you said, Steve, this is where Johnny Depp meets Orlando Bloom again, but it's like, who gives a shit? They could have met anywhere. He could have just, apparently, you can just get on a boat. So he could have just come <laughs> onto his boat. I mean, it's insane. There's nothing that changes from this. The only thing that happens is they leave a fucking dog behind. Yeah, you're setting up the stinger scene. That's yeah. it. But I think yeah, we just, took 45 minutes to set up the stinger scene. The action in the, because they're in like cages that are yes. circular. It's kind of cool. That it's, stuff's pretty cool, it's actually. Neat. Yeah. It's excuses it goes on for too set long. pieces, really. Yeah. Like, that's, it's all just about the action here. The, those circular cages, uh, Orlando Bloom is like, oh, where's the rest of the crew? And it's like, are oh, they're the cage. So it's their bones of people they knew, which is kind of grisly. That's How pretty long great. have they been there? Yeah. Again, dude, that's, I mean, that's a great question with this movie specifically. I couldn't tell you. I don't know what the fucking timetable is supposed to be like with this I'm, movie. Well, if they're not doing anything else other than that, I mean, that was a whole tribe. that They, they could do that pretty quickly, I think. Yeah, cut it and bleach it and yeah. the whole thing, yeah. So Everybody's Jack doing Sparrow, it together. like, watches his crew be eaten by these cannibals and turned into a bone cage to put the rest <laughs> of his crew in, and he's right. just still, like, bugs bunnying it up. Something. Yeah, parts like the well, it's a coping mechanism, Eric. <laughs> well, I parts wish I had movie. that. I, I wish I had the optimism, especially now. It would make these times a lot easier. Yeah. I think we just need to be like drunk more than that's that's Jack Sparrow's problem. Yeah. Sun poisoning and alcoholism. Uh, yeah, but it's all rum. Is that is that what's doing it? Are we not drinking enough rum? I hate rum. Yeah, I can't be drinking rum. I, but he's also clearly disassociated. So, like, there's all yeah. it's a triple threat, really. You have to be alcoholic, constantly in the sun, and disassociated. <laughs> okay, so I just need some sunlight. Okay. <laughs> Two out of three ain't bad, Eric. Yeah, part of this movie is directed by S. Craig Zoller for some reason, and I don't, I don't appreciate it. Dragged across coconuts. <laughs> is that movie any good? Eh, Dragged it, across kind I, I really like it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the thing with Craig S. Zoller movies, it's just like, uh, but still, uh, I don't know. It's I, I'm, I'm on the fence with those because it's they're always 
they're bad culturally, but like the the first go, it's watchable. Well, he's like kind of like a fascist filmmaker. Like he makes like Cobra, like Cobra's kind of like a fascist. Exactly. Movie or like John Milius type of stuff. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like um, Johnny Depp and it's very uh, Orlando Bloom gets ca- captured immediately. Johnny Depp is like the king of them. And he's got this cool eye makeup design thing. And that's, you know, that was in the trailer. I was like, oh, that's sort of something. Didn't look so good on the sick boot my dad had. But in the, this, <laughs> uh, this shocking. Like, <laughs> Steve, can I ask you something about this this uh, Frank Sadak boot? Uh-huh. Um, was he, like, really proud of the presentation? Was he like, guys, we got to sit down. I got the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. And this looks <laughs> spectacular. Dim the lights and pretend there's people in front of you. That are no, talking just like, and they're going to stand up. It was more like, who needs to go to the movies? And it's like, oh, I do. He finally <laughs> beat the system. Exactly. God, you, all that time wasted watching bootleg movies, and now we have to watch movies at home. It's like, <laughs> God, go to a movie theater. Go and sit with people you don't know. Totally. I would, to. <sighs> I would fucking love to. Um, would, Steve, you know what this reminded that story reminded me of? It's got nothing to do with anything except they're both two gigantic franchises. Remember that time in college you spent like a month trying to download a boot of one of those Lord of the Rings movies? <laughs> uh, you're incorrect. It was Dreamcatcher that I was oh, trying I to download. Right. Why it did took I think me it was like Two Towers or something? No, because that's like a movie you'd want to watch. I wanted <laughs> oh. to watch Dreamcatcher for like six weeks. It took me. I think that does come up on our Dreamcatcher episode. But speaking oh, of does Lo- it? Yeah, I think so. But speaking of Lord of the Rings, I, I think on the last episode when we were talking about Orlando Bloom and his appeal, oh, okay. and I said I want to go back and revisit, I did watch Fellowship of the Ring now. I haven't watched Two Towers yet, but in Fellowship of the Ring, Orlando Bloom has like five lines of dialogue, and I think his whole Hollywood it factor is he's skinny. Yeah. <laughs> he's skinny yeah. and good looking and British. And yeah, it's just yeah. like. Now he's married to Katy Perry, or they may not be married. I don't know. He's with Katy Perry right now? Yeah. Having a child, I believe. Or... Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Shit. Dude. You know what uh, Orlando Bloom is very good in is uh, Joe Swanberg's Digging for Fire. You know, I didn't see that actually, Kevin. It's, it's pretty good. He's also, it's not a good movie, but he's not to blame for Elizabeth Town. No. I mean, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen it. I, 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 it's tough with him. I, I think he's very bad in these movies, particularly. I do I too. But I, I think he does an admirable job in that terrible movie. Does I, he I have five that. lines in that movie too? No, he's the lead. Oh shit! I never saw it. He's like not in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> I can see him being like. I, I think that this he just doesn't know what this character is supposed to be. You I know think what I mean? None of the characters are anything except for Jack Sparrow. Karen yes. Knightley is also a great actress who has nothing to do, at least in this first one or yes. the second one. I wasn't paying <laughs> much attention in the first one. Yeah, I have a feeling this trend will continue. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, the two of the, there's one of these movies. The two, I think it's the fourth one. I'm pretty sure the two of them aren't in it. I know the, at least she doesn't do all five. I don't know. Yeah, and then I think the two of them come back for this most recent one. Yes, mm-hmm. fourth one is just, I think it's Johnny Depp and like a maybe like a Brandon Thwaites or something Ugh. like that. Brandon what? what I, is- one of those like kids that was in like Gods of Egypt and that's it. Oh, yikes. Uh, oh, no like thanks. one of those types. And it, it was just him and Johnny Depp and that was the whole thing. He uh, might be a maze runner, that kid, actually. Possibly, those mov- maybe. Those movies get fucking weird. I saw You've one. Watching? You've been watching no. Maze Runner, dude? <laughs> what else do we have to do? We're stuck inside. <laughs> I'm just no, jealous. Uh, I'm just jealous. Th- 
I watched it at like the gym like a year ago, which is the last time I went. No, but I went. To the, it was out of the gym, and I watched like forty five minutes. And there's like I, the first one's about a maze. The second one, we've got like assault rifles and yeah. Barry Pepper is involved, and I'm like, what's happening? Is Barry Pepper reprising his role from Battlefield Earth? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> there's like alien bugs, but like collaborator. What? Yeah, the, it, there's it's aliens a, in those movies. I'm but, almost positive this is Patricia the Clarkson. Is yes. the big bad? I can't with these YA apocalypse shit things, dude. It's I never always bad. Those always Hunger bad. Games movies, like we saw, what the first two in theaters? We saw the first three in theaters. No, did we go to the the theater for the third movie? I think so. Shit, those movies get fucking worse as they go on. We yeah. didn't even see that fourth one. They making a prequel. I ended up now? seeing it at home. Well, you wait. You saw the fourth movie at home? Yeah. What are we talking? Shitty. Oh no, it's <laughs> not good. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Aaron, um, what did you say about right? a prequel? Prequel. Yes, they are. Yeah, they're doing a book and immediately a movie because Susan Collins is writing the book. Uh, yes, she is. Oh, Suzanne, pardon me. I think actually, I might have been <laughs> totally lost. Susie, Suzanne. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, Susan <laughs> Collins is the terrible senator. Uh, That's right. Yeah, oh, Susan be... Collins. Yeah, she's oh, a right. piece of shit. Yeah. But whatever, um, Johnny Depp is like he's the he's kind of like king for a day. Like you get to be king of the tribe, but because they think you're a god, they want to eat you so they can absorb your power and set the god free. It's so kind he's of like, like the Chipmunk Adventure. When, <laughs> yes. yes. Oh my god! If they, if they should have sang Wooly Bully. Uh, yep. Oh yep. my god! Yes. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Wooly Bully, savvy. <laughs> It would totally work. I told you, you guys always complain about like brain dead, like the it makes you vomit, just like the, Wait, the visuals. We complain about you, Chris? No, 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 not me. <laughs> I'm talking visuals of, of what? Like in brain, like the the ear dripping down into the soup and stuff like that. Oh, in the movie. In brain, in the movie brain in the movie brain dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. brain. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That dead, dead alive, dead alive, like, dead alive. Sorry. Um. That is my reaction to him with this big toe. Oh yes, oh, yes. I like, like fucking toe. It's my awful. fucking well, stomach started boiling. Well, I was, Chris, uh, Chris, remember that I saw that scene of Dead Alive with my grandmother, uh-huh. who is now passed. <laughs> was it because of the movie, dude? Uh, yeah. Probably. I think it was residual <laughs> effects. What was her reaction to that scene? Uh, I, she didn't really comment on it. I think she probably saw it in real life before. You know. <laughs> Did you get through the whole movie with it's her? It's a common problem in the old country is the fucking ear soup. No, no, no. I turned it right off, man. Yeah, on, that's a good on. idea, dude. You Granny's gotta save, here. Come on. You got to save Granny that's, from that, man. That's not how you make ear soup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oof. <laughs> but that's what he does. Yeah, he they give him like a toe to gnaw on, and it looks like a big fat guy toe. <sighs> it does. It definitely looks like a fat guy toe. And also, if you notice, there's a shot where they kind of cut away from that close-up, but it's like still a medium shot of him. You can see he's got a fucking necklace of toes, dude. It's like Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a thing like, you know, those like candy necklaces you can have. Yeah. You know? I think that's like the cannibal version of it. It's just like a little necklace uh, of toes. You know, hey, you Do know they also candy- stain your neck then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, you get toes stained on your you neck. Know those candy necklaces, they're a lot like Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> so when they're in this bone cage, it's the first of two large set pieces that go on too long where people are in circular things trying to get out of them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it you know it's kind of fun, but again, it's like it's fun, but I don't need forty five minutes of fun exactly. when this movie's two and a half hours long. 
it's just like get out of this. Yeah, exactly. It's it's totally cool and fun. It's very American Gladiators a little bit, dude. It is especially yeah. when they start rolling down the hill. I immediately thought of Gladiators. Also, can anyone confirm this? I heard from someone. I think it just saw some like passing Facebook post or something. Uh, someone we know was talking about. They noticed there was some rando TV station that was playing episodes of American Gladiators. Oh, really? Ooh, I like, like that. old 70s ones? That See, that was the question I had for yeah. him. And mm. I don't know if it's like the old school stuff or like the USA Network stuff in the 90s that we had. You'd think they'd, uh, put, that on, like, would... they'd put that on Amazon or something, you'd think, right? Like, yeah. this is just trash, throw it into the fucking fire. Exactly, dude. Film Rise would have the rights to it, just like Unsolved Mysteries, which I started watching again last night. The old random 60s TV shows that I turn the TV on in the morning and it's like, do you want to continue watching whatever you fell asleep to? I feel like if uh, this was on TV, you would have already found it. I would have found it. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. I mean, it's like, you know, she turns it on. It's like, would you like to continue watching Tombstone Territory? Uh, It's like, no. It's on something called Pluto TV, which I don't know what that is. That's uh, it's like if you can download an app for Pluto TV and like on set top boxes, like on Apple TVs and shit. We had Pluto TV on our old Roku. For some reason. I think it was like a trial maybe or something like that. Fuck, that's really the only place. You probably found American Gladiators on it and downloaded (laughs) it to a trial. (laughs) I'm definitely doing that now. I'm coming back to you, Pluto. I got to see what Nitro's up to. I I might be downloading Pluto as well. Wake Uh, up in the morning. Are you still watching American (laughs) Gladiators? God damn it. Wait, did you get get a notice about Unsolved Mysteries this morning? Is that why you're saying that? Because I definitely passed out watching that last I night. I don't remember Unsolved Mysteries. The Gumby one after you guys did it for Animation <laughs> Damnation was particularly like, yeah. oh, Jesus, what was his name? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I went to realized... bed at 10. What happened? <laughs> I thought it was Pluto, but I had gotten some app on my TV called Tubi. And I might yeah. have oh, brought yeah, my Tubi. TV now. Do you, do you guys have Tubi? <laughs> I've heard. I know Tubi. what it is. I don't I know. have it. Uh, I went there because it had a Gary Busey movie I like called <laughs> Eye of the Tiger. And it like had like tracking type of errors on it. And it's just like. Ooh. Oh, oh. Were I, there uh, commercials interrupting that movie? Uh, I think there might have been. Yeah. Yeah. I will, I will say um, when I was watching, I watched the first Pirates with Jen, my wife. Um, and she was like, you know, kind of sort of half watching. That's kind of how I handled it. Yeah. I like <laughs> half watched it with you. Last night when I put this on, With Andrew, not Steve. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, no. And then yesterday when I watched this, she went in the bedroom and as she closed the door, she just said, "You sorry son of a bitch," and closed the door. <laughs> which is accurate. Jen is smarter than I. Well done, Jen. <laughs> Uh, so whatever they they all meet up and Johnny Depp, they all get on the boat. The the crew is substantially smaller now. It's just uh, it's just Johnny Depp. Mr. Gibb, who's the dude with the six sideburns, uh, who's like, who's like Johnny Depp's number two is kind of like always like, what are we up to this week, Jack? And I it's get- like, I don't know, dude. Like, why don't you get some fucking money? <laughs> he's the first mate. I had to yes. look it up because yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, this I- dude, he's the dude who I said looks like Neil Young. He's he's definitely like, like, oh, does. Because he's got the Neil Young, like the sideburns, but like you shaved the chin like an asshole. And he's known Kira Knightley since she was a baby and never acts like it. <laughs> yeah. I don't just... understand. This is like such a dropped thing from that first movie. He's in the fucking prologue, not a pirate. Then he's a pirate. She says, 
Gib. <laughs> and nobody fucking says anything. At least in this one, the distinction between pirate and sailor seems to be almost nothing. Oh, they're all just filthy people. Once you get out to sea, you're a pirate, basically. Yep. Yeah. Or a yeah. sea monster. Everyone is so dirty and wet in this movie. They're definitely dirtier than the first movie. Yes. Everyone. I think they had more money for filth. <laughs> <laughs> filthy rich. Our filth budget, dude. And after they get away, they go to another island, I guess. And that's where they meet Pia Dalma. Yeah, played by Naomi Harris. Yes. And I love Naomi Harris. She's a great actor. She's fucking rad. Uh, You know, I love her in the more recent Bond movies. She's fucking great in 28 Days Later. She's Uh, having fun in this one, though. She's like chewing the scenery, chewing the shit out of the scenery. These have to be fun movies to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless you're stuck in a swim tank and you're freezing the entire time. (laughs) But if you get to stay on dry land like she does, it's probably pretty fun. Right. (laughs) Um, oh, she's also really great in Moonlight, by the way. Excellent in Moonlight. She, um, th- to get her services, I love this. They trade her an undead monkey, which is how I get paid. <laughs> That's you know, like you get the, you your Patreon dollars go into an undead monkey budget, <laughs> and then I get paid one to two, depending on how well right. we do in a month. After we undead make mon- our monkey pizza, you know, then there's plenty of undead <laughs> monkeys. So please harvest. up your undead monkey pledge a month. <laughs> are, you eating, are you eating those things, Steve? They what just they're doing? they're around. They're just that's around. That's fucked up, Steve. I heard that shit makes you crazy. <laughs> I think uh, that's what caused all this, actually. <laughs> so please be careful. Monkey pizza was the cause of the coronavirus. <laughs> please stop. We do have monkey pizza t-shirts available at our T Public store, by the way. That's right. Designed as always by the mad genius Philippe Sobrero. Um so she, they get to her hangout, and you know she tells them the curse of Davy Jones and blah blah blah, uh, and she is the one who tells them that the key that they're looking for will open the dead man's chest, and that's a chest that holds the still beating heart of Davy Jones himself. Yes, the monkey fell in love and cut it out yeah. because it was it was too hard to deal with the heartache after. Yar, this is the longest live journal post yet. (laughs) But at the end of it, I'll be cutting out my own still-beaten heart. Yar, I'm saying for this post, me emotion is quixotic. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, dude. You're not in fucking high school. You're a full-grown pirate. Grow up. (laughs) You're a full-grown pirate. Here here are some my chemical romance lyrics. Uh, something, something, also an important uh, thing to note, even though I guess not really, but Davy Jones can only set foot on land once every 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess, very appropriate. That was a, a deal worked out, part of his parole. It's just, you know, it's a thing. <laughs> Yar, I'm wearing me ankle bracelet. <laughs> Is that like real Davy Jones lore? Because that feels like a weird thing for them to have added. No, I, I don't think I don't so. Know. I looked up. Davy Jones on like Wikipedia today. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't say anything about that. It just said like, oh, he's got saucers for eyes and he's like, ooh, a little devil prankster or something. But is he, is he a squid head or what? No. (laughs) Uh, That's kind of a No squid head. I do like, dude, he's, uh, because we got the movie on mute right now. So we just got this scene where Davy Jones is like, 
threatening a bunch of people. Dude, he's fucking hitting this pipe pretty hard. Not for nothing. <laughs> it is pretty cool, dude. He's smoking <laughs> on the job, dude. Yeah, dude. He also like he tickles the keys. He's a fucking cool dude. Dude, they. We, I mean, you know, we're not there yet, but who cares? We're jumping around these movies like nobody's business. They make this motherfucker the Phantom of the Opera. It's kind of cool, do. but it's also dumb as shit. Yeah, I do like that he falls asleep at a keyboard, though, because I've been there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah, but, like, what could Joel Schumacher have done with the Pirates of the Caribbean movie? Oh, man, that's a great call. First of all, more way nipples. more fucking nipples. Yeah. Yeah, but it, would have been, it, it probably would have been a lot more fun. You know what I mean? Probably, like, it would have yeah. been, like, campy and silly and fun. Yeah. You want the... That's perfectly perfectly explained dude you want this to be campy ditch this seriousness that's why as much as i don't care for him as a person or a performer johnny depp is the best part of these movies because he's the only one having fun with it i mean again like you said other characters here and there but he's the lead who is chewing the scenery he's having a lot of fun he's playing it at an 11 and everyone else is kind of treating it like it's Shakespeare, which is maybe not the right direction. I also feel like he's a bit sidelined in this movie. Am I wrong? Like, he's just got less to do. Like, a lot of it, like, I mean, like, I, he's kind of the lead character. And you're right, he is. But, like, he's also, like, I don't know, like, he's just kind of ceding the stage to a lot of other people. He's like, well, why don't you do it, Will? And I'm like, no, why don't you do it, dude? Because that's what I'm paying for. And I think, yeah, yeah, you're totally right. And I think that's, like, they sort of cover it up with, like, he makes uh, Will do all these things. Like, he tricks him into, you know, being in service of Davy Jones and whatever. And because of that, it becomes the Orlando Bloom movie for a lot of this, which is quite insufferable. Yeah. Do you think the people who, because he was, like we explained last week, what he was, Chelsea, you may not be aware of this. I haven't heard the episode. Yeah, tell me. Was nominated for Best Actor, Best Lead Actor for the Academy Awards for the first movie. Do you think those voters. Wait, what? I do, I get you. You guys guys cannot see her face right now, but she's fucking shocked. For the Oscar Academy Awards. <laughs> the Oscar Academy Awards. The, the Meyer Academy Awards. <laughs> was nominated for playing Jack Sparrow. In the first one. And now you got to wonder, like, those. I'm so, I'm not done. <laughs> no, I know. I'm. I'm it's shocked. It's devastating. It's the same year Sean Penn won and some other people were nominated. I'm sure uh, three really qualified black this actors were not considered. Uh, but that's where we said this last week, right? That went to Sean Penn for Mystic yes. River. Yeah. But yeah. my question is, do you think those Academy voters who either A, voted for him to be on the ballot and then B, voted for him over Sean Penn really reconsidered that vote when three years later he's talking to fucking Bill Nighy as a squid pirate? Like, oh, maybe <laughs> maybe I misread that movie. You know what's funny? I was thinking about this after we recorded that episode, and I was thinking, you know, 2003, it, it makes so much sense that this movie, that first movie, was as huge as it was and resonated the way it did because you know what it was when you think about it? Um, and... You know, the second one now with fucking squid face people and all these fish people and barnacle pirates and whatnot, um, it's it is less this. But that first movie, minus all the skeletons jumping in and out of the moonlight, a lot of that is like practical effects action. Yeah. And I feel like it's a direct response to like, oh, two and 1999. We had those prequels where it's like people in front of the fucking green screen. And that's the movie. This mm-hmm. is like 
we're out on a boat, we're, yeah. you know, using all these tropical locations, this, that, and the other thing. Um, I feel like that's why that first movie at least resonated so hard outside of, like, just a box office thing. And that's why, like, him being nominated for that role, I don't know, like, it kind of makes sense. I don't it, know if, like, the uh, like other technical categories were uh, awarded the film nominations also. I mean, as I'm sitting with it and and looked it up to make sure Steve wasn't lying. I, <laughs> always smart, always smart. I get it as a nomination. It's it is a very full performance and he's doing a great job with it. He's a terrible human being and I don't <laughs> like saying nice things about him. And the thing about Johnny Depp is if you want, you can pick what reason you think I'm calling him a terrible human being and just stick with that, you know? Yeah. So there you go. I looked up whether or not uh, Curse of the Black Pearl got other nominations at the Oscars. And actually, you guys, we're looking at a five-time Oscar nominee, that first movie, because it, it was Depp for leading role, but then best makeup, best sound mixing, best sound editing, and best visual effects. Andrew, you're talking about like the the, the 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 prequels have come out and like this kind of return to practical effects. You get like Oscar caliber actors and performances in it. And I was thinking a lot lately about like the whole Scorsese Marvel debacle. And I'm just like, this is what Marvel based their movies on, right? Like get good performers. Right do some you know do good action but and obviously cgi heavy like this movie and uh there you go I but feel that's like- i mean you're exactly right dude i mean you're hiring i mean look at the look at these actors it's like johnny depp kira knightley orlando bloom in this movie you've got bill nye like these are all like real you know quote unquote right. real actors serious in, actors in a theme park ride which is yes. what scorsese yeah. said and i'm just like he's kind of i feel like he's viewing marvel through the pirate's lens which i haven't done before which i think is kind of right and i i like I, plenty of those movies yeah, yeah no i think i think you're totally onto something dude and it'll be interesting uh once we get past the third one right because iron man one is 2008 yeah so it'll be interesting to see those last two movies or the most recent two movies uh pirate movies i should yeah. say that also come this- out post iron man right also the stinger scenes all over this franchise yeah good call actually yeah this because does yeah because oh three they definitely have a stinger scene um i'm trying to trace i mean it would be the actually interesting if someone could write uh like an oral history of the stinger scene <laughs> like, I, honest, I honestly yeah, would love yeah. that um did x-men 2000 have one does anybody remember uh i don't believe it did interesting okay i know that daredevil definitely did because so that's, that's also the... 03 but um, doesn't x-men that came out this year have one uh is it when he moves the chess piece is that a stinger scene or is it just the last scene oh that's oh that's a good question that's oh, a good call a, uh he x2 does ch- well x2 was when was that 03 no or this 02? is x3 X3, three X3, yes, X3 yeah. when he oh, moves the chess piece. That yeah. mu- that probably was a stinger, I think. The last stand. Oh, yeah. you're right, you're right. Which was which was a while into this. I don't remember when last sting. And that's, that's a good it, it's the same or so this three was, is what you're talking about is the last yeah, stand. The last I don't stand. I never know I follow the Steve Sadak <laughs> resolution. Everything this is Pirates 2, that was X-Men 3. <laughs> thank I you, don't thank know you, thank anything you. that comes after a colon in a movie title. <laughs> Um, but the point is, so X-Men weird. 3 and Pirates 2 came out the same summer. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. I, gotcha. I do think that this, these movies, especially with this long, overly long set pieces and runtimes, bloated runtimes, 
have owe a lot to the Transformers movies as well because it's just sort of like yeah. the idea that there's six different MacGuffins that you have to get to put together the one big MacGuffin and mm. every single time you try to do something it takes you an hour. At some point you start realizing that there's a formula to all of these movies. <laughs> yeah, you know well there's I mean? that too. Uh so yeah, he we meet the the undead ship of the Flying Dutchman wherein and uh, yeah, some of these ca- Somebody at Disney was pushing fucking action figures real hard with these dudes because yep. it's just like, oh, it's Hammerhead guy. You kids want Hammerhead guy? You read my mind, yeah, dude. Hammerhead po- guy, exactly. He's got fucking toy written all over him. This fucking boat is the USS Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> these dudes look delicious. I'm sorry. Some yep. of them mm. look very tasty. Some butter, was- lemon. Yep. I love calamari and squid so yep oh <laughs> yum, totally yum, yum, dude yum, yum, yum. I would give me all davy of jones. fucking davy jones yep. face dude i'll eat that guy's face right off his body <laughs> the stuff the stuffed clams guy it. looks amazing <laughs> oh 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 uh admiral clams casino cabin <laughs> got bacon yeah, all over his face it looks fantastic I, I do agree with chelsea you gotta bread some of these motherfuckers though yeah. too yeah. you really want to deep fry them <laughs> Get some panko uh, in there. Yeah. Uh, definitely uh, Davy Jones' fucking like uh, lobster claw hand that he's got. <laughs> mm. Ooh, I'd love to crack that sucker open. <laughs> I, I don't like his big brain sack hanging out the back of his hat. <laughs> no. What Dude, is that about? It's really it's, disgusting. It's like, probably you know, the most delicious part, though, actually. Oh, really? Because it's, yeah, I guess you're probably right. You got to cut into ribbons to make it appealing for me. But yeah, I guess it's like the head <laughs> of, of the squid. Like, Which it's, I don't so, know. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's supposed to look like, right? It's like the bulbous, like, back of a squid's head or whatever. Yeah. But do you eat any other part of the squid know. besides the tentacles? I'm well, sure you could. rings? Yeah, I, I'm... The ring, I'm well, the you. rings are on, like, the tentacle. Oh, oh but those... you're talking... Oh, how do you get the calamari rings? Yeah. I guess I don't know. I don't either. I just eat it. <laughs> well, I guess there's a difference between squid and octopus. And we're yeah. gonna, we should find out. You know, when this is all over, we should all go to a seafood restaurant. <laughs> I'm fine with. I'll find out that way. People sending me pictures of squid on Twitter. Please do not. No, 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 no. no. Your uh, Honor, does that sound like a man who's had all he could eat? <laughs> the the frying fr- Dutchman. Totally. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, yeah, he just and Will Turner tr- is tricked because Johnny Depp's like, "Hey, when you get, hey, dude, when you get there, could you just say that I'm here to settle Jack?" Jack Sparrow's debt. He'll know it. He'll know what it means. It's a, it is a real. He'll know what it means. Situation. <laughs> uh, <an> okay. Because <laughs> he just wants a soul for like Jack Sparrow owes his soul or whatever, and it becomes yeah. this whole soul thing. We talk about soul harvesting a lot more than I expected in this film. Oh well, ninety nine souls in three days, dude. That's what happens. So like. Will Turner gets uh, kind of cast into this group and then Jack Sparrow comes to get him at some point and they have a tete-a-tete wherein he's like, Arr. and he's doing the Scottish accent, which is kind of fun, Bill Nighy. It's I think okay, it really- but I like when he first appears in the movie, it's way more high pitched. It's than a it very is. high register. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it changes and gets lower as the movie goes on. Because yeah. I care a little bit less every. What is going on? <laughs> oh, oh no. this is taking quite long, is it not? <laughs> I just, you know what? I just saw the character design and I'm just. That whole Scottish thing so, is out. So his, his name is Jack Sparrow, so he's a talking sparrow, is he? <laughs> I'm, I'm a talking squee, talking sparrow. Hello, sparrow, how are your flight patterns today? 
Just tell me which tennis ball to talk to when we do the scene. <laughs> he is, but he's like, yeah, he's, well, I, I read that because um, um, Davy Jones was Dutch and like Gore Verbinski is like, so you should be Dutch. And he's like, okay, do Dutch, but I could do Scottish. <laughs> it's Close like, yes. enough. <laughs> and this thing comes to nothing, this weird pact where and it's kind of a cool quest where like Johnny Depp's like, Look, dude, I'm gonna get you a hundred souls by Thursday. And he's like, hundred <laughs> souls. He's like, yeah, man. Don't worry, the checks in the mail, the good coats are in the back. And he goes Absolutely. and he, he does seem to start to harvest souls. And I'm like, this is kind of cool. But yeah. they, the movie drops it immediately. They go and to I the don't have, like island of Tartuga, and there's some great like signups that are like like guy walks up, shuffles up, and he's like, I don't care if I live or die. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> and that's where we re meet. Forget his character name, but he's Jack Davenport. Norrington. Norrington, thank you. Yes. Yeah, and I love man. There's kind of nothing greater than a dude who's like the villain from the first movie, who's like a complete pathetic washout in the sequel. <laughs> I fucking love it. I'm a total sucker for it. This dude is that like to a T. It's kind of great. Uh, it's kind of like the same thing. It's not the exact same thing, but in Die Hard Two, when um. Dickless from Ghostbusters is relegated just like giving a news report from a plane phone. Yes. Right. Yeah. It yeah, is yeah. it is a good copy and paste sequel form format thing. I wish this movie did more of that because I think it's not exactly the most intelligent movies series there ever was. If you were <laughs> sticking to more like we got to get the band back together again, yeah. sort of sequel format, it would have been a little more fun and flowed a little better. I think than it does now. Totally. I think it was early to bring Norrington back as a, uh, like a hero esque figure in this. I know he's not like, a, he's kind of playing both sides. I get that, but um, yeah, he betrays them in the end, but right. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a bad. He, uh, like when you meet him, he's like a drunk. He uh, is now a pirate because blah blah blah. Jack Sparrow ruined his life. Also, we should say that Kieran Knightley, when she escapes, she's doing a Joan of Arc routine where she's pretending to be a male soldier on a Scottish boat. And there's way too much business again for a movie this long, where it's like, is this boat haunted by a lady? This dress joke, and I'm like, get me the fuck onto the next scene. Yeah. Where is Squid Face Captain? But Dude. again, also, she just gets on that boat. How do you get on a boat while it's at sea? I still don't understand. Look, that's you, a great you open up your at your phone, you you hit Poober, and you just you you click it. This one is especially insane, though, because she is like, she's like doing like a puppeteer routine with this dress, yeah. and they think like the boat is haunted, and then she's like. Oh, she's like then also like pretending to be a dude. So she's like running over to another side of the boat and she's like, I think we should listen to the ghost then. <laughs> yeah. And then like running back over it, and it's like. It's all a go, plot just to get to Tartuga. And it's just like. Just, just go there. Just yes. Just book passage. You're you're financed now by Lord Beckett. I, like I can just I can just believe you showing up at, at Pirate Island. I don't need the fucking backstory of you tricking dumb sailors to even go there. better even better she could be a stowaway on depth oh. ship just to <laughs> piss steve of, off <laughs> it's also kind of silly and funny and like peter pan like yes right. i think if they had leaned into that aspect a little more and god forbid giving Karen knightley something to do other than bite her bottom lip that's true then <laughs> it could have been a little more fun if if 
if they had balance, I'm not saying add on to this movie, dear God, no, but like, <laughs> yeah, I think the balance could have worked in their favor if they had gone that way. But you know, you right. got a they lot could... of cannibal shit you could cut right out of this movie. Yeah, there's a you lot. You could cut yeah. so much out, and if you want to bolster that, it would have been something at least more watchable. Yeah, totally. So now she's her and Davenport are part of Jack Sparrow's crew. Will Turner is getting to know his dad on Hellship, which is kind of fun. Um, it's I, yeah, it's like it's a totally fine scene. Again, though, it's a thing where it's like I don't have time for this now. Like you gave me two and a half hours of a movie, and yeah. anytime the movie takes like a time to slow down and they're sort of talking to each other, you're sort of like okay. In a normally in a, like a normal length movie, I would appreciate this. But right now, like, I don't have any time for this because I know there's, like, another 45-minute thing that's just going to exhaust me right around the corner. Yeah. And I'm out of breath from the last 45-minute action there's, scene. And all these conversation scenes do is make me fall asleep. There's this scene in this movie where uh, Orlando Bloom is with uh, 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 Davy Jones and his father, and they're playing a dice game. Yes. And the whole point of the game is that if somebody loses, somebody has to live another thousand life, like another hundred years on the ship or something. And yeah. at that point, I just came to the realization: I don't give a fuck what's going on here. <laughs> like, how could you possibly keep track of how many fucking lifetimes you have to stay at this squid's behest? <laughs> like, Not only that, we we fucking focus on this game too much. Well, it's like, well, yeah, well, I said five uh, fucking dice five five for five and it's just like i don't need the rules of this thing well, i don't rules know aren't adequately explained so you don't actually know the stakes of the game and exactly. how the game is played like it's not yep. like bond playing fucking baccarat where it's like okay i kind of understand what's going on here right this is i because i think in the tribune trivia it mentions it this is called liar's dice and all I could think about was like, okay, it's like a pirate dice version of them playing asshole or something. I like, I, I don't know what the fuck this is. And the movie really doesn't explain it. They're just like, uh, yeah, I don't know, seven fives. Okay, seven fives, got it. How about nine sixes? All right, nine sixes, got it. And then at some point, like the game's over with, and I'm just like. All right. Well, what? <laughs> someone won. Someone yeah, lost. It, what the it, hell's going it, on? His dad lost. That's yeah, all right. It, it seems like he took a he took a dive to save Orlando Bloom. Yes, and I think that um, if the if the game is called Liars Dice in 2020, it definitely had a racist name back then. Like whatever it was, it was just called like Italian Dice. But it was like holy shit, dude! Yikes! You want to go down? Yeah, dip, you want to go below deck and play spaghetti? <laughs> um, there is a weird thing when that whole sequence sets up because like. It's like Will Turner is seeing these other dudes playing this game and he has some like computer pirate explain to him like, you know, oh, you know, no pirate can resist a challenge to this game or whatever it is. And he goes, all right, fine. I challenge Davy Jones. And like, wait, what? Dude, they all are like, hang on a second. Record scratch. And from like way on the other side of the ship like Bill Nighy walks over and he's like well I accept and it's I was like, like how the fuck did you hear that? It's like he comes down to the basement rec room where everyone's playing the game he's like, I, brought you, <laughs> I brought you kids drinks and sandwiches he does teleport a bit in this movie 
Yes. So, yeah. this, there this is some teleporting, is there not? I forgot yeah, about he that. Like yeah. shows up like when Johnny Depp is like looking at him through like the uh, uh, eyeglass, the spyglass, whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. He yeah, just yeah. appears on the deck behind him or whatever. Which is never really explained. It's like, can these pirates teleport like that? Uh, I don't know. I guess there's, maybe save it for the next sequel. There's just big organs in the back. That's Davy Jones's music. That's <laughs> Davy Jones's music. <laughs> oh, he would definitely be an Undertaker-esque figure for <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> Was there ever a pirate wrestler? There must have been. I'm going to look it up right now. Under Fair tentacle. <laughs> Uh, so the whole the whole dice game was just a ruse so that Will Turner could find where exactly uh, uh, Davy Jones keeps this key that he has to find. So then there's this fucking whole thing where like he's sneaking into Davy Jones hilariously passed out in front of the organ keyboard, and like uh, uh, Stellan Skarsgård like kind of makes like some sort of a distraction while this kid's trying to steal this thing. And let me tell you something. Orlando Bloom digging through this dude's face tentacles. Pretty disgusting. Not good. Not pretty good. disgusting working, stuff. Working for someone. <laughs> yeah, no, again, dude, tons of people coming over this movie. I, I get it. But for me, man, the tentacle's not doing it for me. And he's oh, just okay. like burrowing through this dude's face. He gets the key in the dice game and he escapes. Now he's on Johnny Depp's boat. And that's the thing. Like, the relation of these two boats to each other, I don't know. How and again, I, I with Chelsea, I don't know how anyone gets he on any of pooper. these boats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, actually no. First he gets on the boat that Kieran Knightley was on. Um oh, and this is when we see the second crack at attack, which is pretty fun. And it takes he a little long. From like a, a board like uh like Titanic at yes, the end. <laughs> There's room for two people there, Orlando Bloom. Listen, <laughs> it's not the room, oh, it's Steve. the weight. Steve. When okay. he starts to climb on it, it starts to capsize. I see. All right, no, you, I, I've actually never considered the weight. It's mm. the weight. I think it was just a hit it and quit it type of thing, right? No. <laughs> I've it thought was about this many times. It's the weight. Well, no, she, she wanted to kill the only man that had her nudes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> smart, right smart, nudes. honestly. Yeah, nudes, seriously. Nudes back then were just paintings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no cloud. You just got to kill the guy who did it. <laughs> Because he could also remember and like paint it again from memory. Exactly. Oh, that's right. Just gotta... <laughs> Dude, but every time he keeps painting it, his memory fades oh more my God. and more. Revenge portrait. <laughs> God. Oh my God. You know, I was dating Daniel and he sent me this dick pic and you pull out like a painting. It's like a Caravaggio. It's like a luscious cock. And you're like, I just don't know what to do with Giant it's, it's, oil it's... painting of like a dick with Toledo in the background. <laughs> right, right next to a fruit bowl. And a weird baby Jesus that looks just like a tiny grown human. Dude, when I paint dicks, by the way, I only use pointillism. Bing, 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 bing. Very surreal. I hear, I yeah. hear you paint dicks. <laughs> also, a three and a half hour movie. By the way, uh, you're gonna get on this plane, okay? You come back after. You're gonna paint a dick in Detroit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> gonna stop at the Red Fox Inn. Hear me, Red Fox Inn. <laughs> uh, oh, so whatever. Th this Kraken attack is pretty fun. Uh, it's Kira Knightley and Orlando Bloom teaming. This is when they team up to get the Kraken, or is that the next one? I 
kind he, of he gets picked it's up kind by the, of the same. Yeah, yes. I mean, he gets picked up by the East India trading guys. That's right. Um, and Davy Jones gives chase, and it's a crazy thing where they're like, "Oh, we've outran him." Oh no, you didn't. Uh, and I believe there's there's a kraken attack around here. And this is when you see the Kraken's not only Squiddy, he's got like a lot of, he's a, he, uh, you know what, Eric, he's a little Sarlacc-esque, I'll be honest with he you. He is, definitely. I was thinking about that, wow. like, at, especially at the end when uh, Johnny Depp gets consumed by well, this thing. Well, did you check, did, you, did everybody see uh, when he goes underwater and he sees the Kraken in full? Did, no. Did, did everybody notice it? Well, are you making this up, Kevin? I'm not. He, there's a shot where Johnny Depp goes underwater and looks mm-hmm. back, and he can see the Kraken in its fullness. And he says, you you ugly motherfucker. No, <laughs> but here's the thing about it. The Kraken has a rat tail. <laughs> no, it doesn't. There's not. a flappy thing coming off of there's the a, Kraken. Okay, that's his a, genitalia. A, it, uh, it, it, it is not as full as the the actual kraken is wait so you're saying it's he's just got like a limp tentacle or something it's not even a tentacle it's like this flap it's like a wing almost kevin i still don't know if you're being serious i'm 100 percent serious i saw wait, so in so johnny depp goes underwater at, at some, some point? point in this movie johnny yeah. depp goes underwater during a kraken attack okay <laughs> and he looks and he sees the kraken I don't remember this shot at all. Uh, It's flapping off down there. And there is some attachment to the Kraken. And it's like, it's like almost uh, uh, like a a, a, um, ship. uh, Fuck. What about a ship flag? The the bow of a ship, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like something like, but like, it's the color of the Kraken. Oh. I don't know, Kevin. I don't know what you're talking about. I will about, get a, a, a photo of this later. <laughs> I will go back to the fucking Disney Plus account <laughs> and I'll get myself, I'll be vindicated. Uh, please please do. You gotta do it, dude, because I, I don't know. Back. I mean, we got the movie on right now. We're just, we're at the dice game part. Okay, funny enough. keep an eye out for when one of these Kraken attacks happens. I don't want to have to pay attention to this movie again. <laughs> I have to, because I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's lying. <laughs> no. either, way, either way, it doesn't matter. At some point, I'm they get kidding. the chest, and it's Johnny Depp, uh, Jack Davenport, Orlando Bloom, and these two other pirates and Kira Knightley, the two the funny pirates. This oh, because the funny the funny pirates are so fucking popular from that first movie. Again, they would have had their Disney Plus. They absolutely yeah. yes. it's R two and C three PO. They they deserve yep. like their own yeah. droids show, yeah. <laughs> or like a cartoon at least. Yeah, or like a Timon and Pumbaa. Yes, totally. Which I mean, again, you you called it. It's Rosencrantz yeah. and Guildenstern. Uh, these dudes are now like part of the crew. Because they're trying to steal the Black Pearl back when they're running from the indigenous people in that sequence. And I, like, I guess Jack Sparrow is like, all right, dudes, yeah, just like come with us. You're part of the crew now. Yeah, well, you need yeah. a, another couple of strapping lads that know how to fucking tie the right knots. It's true. And I guess also another thing to mention about these the hilarious pirate duo here is when we first meet them, they're in like a rowboat, I think, mm-hmm. with this dog. And yes. they talk about how... I guess most of the crew from Jeffrey Rush's Captain Barbosa's crew in the first movie have since been arrested or something. And they're like these weird, like born again Christians kind of, because they're mentioning all this shit about like 
trying to do better in the eyes of God. And Mackenzie Crooks, like, pretending to read the Bible at one point. Right, yeah. yes, I do remember that. It kind of goes nowhere, but it's 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 something that they're doing. because <laughs> we, lo- Dude, it goes nowhere, but they have more characterization than fucking Will Turner himself. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's true. <laughs> now, can I ask you guys, what is the question, what is the motivation for the Flying Dutchman crew people? Because once they know that Davy Jones's heart is on the line, like, oh, no, better... Better stop them or we'd be free from this. That's a great call. I mean, I guess it's like the fear is like, and if you fail, and he like shakes his like mm-hmm. tentacle hand, like that's, <laughs> yeah. you know, you don't want that going places, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess they don't know what'll happen if the heart is like stabbed. Like, will they, you know, they turn all- to skeletons? Yeah. Or- also, they might just be used to their life like that, Eric. Like they I might so. have come, yeah. come into Look, that. Look, I have spent They're the last. Yes, I've exactly. spent the last ninety years looking like hideous fucking monster. Mm-hmm. I'm used to it. It's called Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> oh, actually, that's true. Yeah. Oh man, a squidman like nursing you back to health. <laughs> but also, to to that point though, like you don't know if the curse. Like maybe you can get off the Dutch. Now you're just a hammerhead shark out in the world. It's <laughs> not, not a lot of opportunities, yeah. dude. Actually, like, that's what true. What do I eat? I don't remember. <laughs> if you didn't turn back into a human, that's a real. I think like if the curse is broken, and I'm like, cool, I'm freed from the Flying Dutchman. I'm freed from Davy Jones. All of this is great news. Oh, what's that? I still look like one of the fucking street sharks from that cartoon. Uh, I'm going to commit suicide. But, yeah, but some might want to die. You know, after years of service in this, you've already died before. Well, well, it's like the second Jumanji when he decides to stay a horse. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Have you guys seen the no. second Jumanji movie? Oh, I'm no. sorry. Jumanji spoilers. Yeah. You, can, you can cut this. They are... Way better than they have any business being. They're better than these movies. Absolutely. But I will say this about that second movie. I think it's actually a selling point. Danny Glover plays a horse. <laughs> I'm in. He's a, ta- he's a talking horse in that movie. It's fucking better than anything these Pirates movies ever did. I don't think he talks when he's the horse. He's not talking? I thought he was I think talking. he like neighs and someone's oh, like, that's right. oh, blah, blah, blah. He said this. Yeah, you're right. They translate. Yeah. Damn. If I, was a, if I was a shark person, I wouldn't know my biology well enough to kill myself. No, like, no. can I hang myself? Like, am I a mammal or am I a fish? I forget. Well, at least a shark I could talk. I mean, like, Bill over here, he's got a whole reef as a face. Yeah. The only thing he can eat is, like, the detritus from fucking <laughs> other fucking uh, animals eating other animals. You're totally right. I mean, at least Stellan Skarsgård's still got, like, a human face and a mouth with teeth. And then you got, like, Wall Guy who's just like, well, I'm fucked either way. Wall Guy has to be killed. I mean, Wall Guy, (laughs) you burn Wall Guy, dude. That's like a monster in the thing. He leans forward and his brain stays back. Thank you very much. That's another part of this movie I almost just openly outright vomited during. (laughs) When that dude pulls himself away from the wall to talk to Orlando Bloom and his fucking brain stays behind. Right, and he just tells him... He tells him what the dead man's chest is or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's just another like little character inserted to give you exposition. I, I don't know. I thought it was a pretty hot look. <laughs> I'll be honest. This quarantine is doing crazy things to us all, I guess. I don't know. I yeah, think I I'm kind of into wall guy. <laughs> I might as well be a wall, right? <laughs> um. So, yeah, whatever. They fucking, they find this chest on an island and Johnny Depp gets, he opens it up. There's the heart and he refuses to stab it 
because uh, if he kills Davy Jones, apparently the curse is still on him. The Kraken's still coming. Kraken coming! <laughs> uh, so he's like, there's no point in doing that. He's got to use it. Again, like so much of this movie is like, now here's another bargaining chip I have. Ugh. Like every character in this movie has like nine bargaining chips. It's true. It's no bargain at all, really. <laughs> Uh, this and, is where we and get so the, when they have the chest, it turns out that that he's not stabbing it because of that. But then Will also wants it to release his father, and Norrington also wants it, right? Because so he's that gonna, he like, can turn go it back into the to, Navy. Yeah, because he right. wants to redeem his name in the eyes of the Navy and the right. The fucking Lord Beckett will help with that, so he's going to try to capture. This is where we get like a Mexican standoff, but it's with swords. A sword it's, standoff is fun. <laughs> it's it's totally to fine, but then this is where those dudes are like, by the way, <laughs> if you are having trouble following the movie, here's the motivation uh, of the following three characters. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, okay. Yeah, and I mean, like, this is, I mean, and that's the thing. is like It's, it's a three-person sword fight between Orlando Bloom, Johnny Depp, and Jack Davenport, which is kind of cool. A should be the end of the movie, but B, yep. like... This thing goes on for tw- like we're going on- into sort of a church house for a while, then yep. then the spinning wheel thing happens. Yeah, because now the chest, the heart is still in the chest, and now the key is another MacGuffin. Johnny Depp's in this wheel when they, they this whole wheel system detaches from a building or whatever the fuck, and they're they're Orlando Bloom and and, and Norrington are, are fighting on the on the on the top side, and then Johnny Depp's in the uh, the undercarriage trying to get this key. He hits his head, he falls out. The other two continue fighting. The movie continues and continues. (laughs) And it does look really cool. The fight choreography in this movie and in the first one is really great. This is what first made me like the Pirates movies is the swordmanship. They do a really great job with it. They just need to let it be like 10 minutes long instead of (laughs) 30 minutes long. Exactly. Like it's just too much at the end of the day. Yeah, it's like I feel like they're in a room and it's like we've got all these cool ideas for things that could happen in this action sequence, and then they just used all of them. It's like a fucking Judd Apatow movie, exactly. A Judd <laughs> Apatow fencing movie <laughs> Boy, with Pete I Davidson. Rem- I remember when I was a funny person, <laughs> funny people. That's the one. Oh. I knocked up Catherine Heigl. <laughs> oh, she's going to have my baby. I'm a, it's good because I was a 71-year-old virgin for a while. <laughs> Go to hell. Can we smoke some pot together? <laughs> now it's me, Bill Nighy, the king of Staten Island. <laughs> I'm going straight to video on that one. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sorry that that's losing a theatrical release. Finally, a bonus from the coronavirus. <laughs> I'm seducing LeBron James's best friend, Bill Hader. <laughs> oh, aren't I a train wreck? <laughs> it's me, the titular train wreck. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, this is, is this 40 or is this not 40? <laughs> this is 75. <laughs> oh, man. Whatever. So, so the Dutchman gets to this fucking island 
And this is where Davy Jones is like, may I remind you, I can only touch land once every 10 years. So you motherfuckers got to get out there and do this for me. So then like an army. I shouldn't have wasted it on that white castle trip <laughs> two years hence. I just needed so many sliders, so many delicious chicken rings. Oh, are you really, truly Neil Patrick Harris? <laughs> <laughs> I went to the drive-thru, and all the man said to me was, Pookie, we're going to burn this motherfucker down. Hey, what the hell? Let's go to Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> something, something, a 3D Christmas. <laughs> I never bothered with that third one. No, why would you? I never saw the second one. Oh, is, dude, it sucks. Is that going to be May 2021 as you do all the Harold and Kumar <laughs> yeah. well, I will we, not know. appear as a guest on those. <laughs> Thank you very much. I don't care if we're still on lockdown. And it's basically harder for me to not be on the podcast than it is to be, be on the, it. It'll be the lockdown no. for the next super virus. We'll do that. Bye. Uh, so whatever, <laughs> every and then, yeah, and all Bill Nighy's fish people are running after everybody, and this is right. a big fun fucking fight. The two assholes take the chest, but now it's empty. Johnny Depp's got the heart in his jacket for a while, and that can't be medically okay. I, I mean, I, I, mean I think a heart in a box is probably not very okay. I mean, yeah. you total, total like bottom, you know, like worst case scenario. You need like. A styrofoam cooler for that thing. <laughs> Do you remember the One Tree Hill clip? That This went around. I never watched One Tree Hill, but it's like they're transporting a heart in a styrofoam cooler. Yes. And the guy, uh, Steve, uh, <laughs> and the guy trips and a dog eats it. No, yes. get the fuck out It's amazing. <laughs> I never saw One Tree Hill, but I saw that clip a ton of times. Exactly. The dog That's is having a lovely time. The only part of One Tree Hill I've ever seen, and it's perfect. Was well, that like a, was that show like a comedy? No. Not well, at all. Uh, well, who, who, who hired donor? They who, desecrated his body. <laughs> who fucking hired Rodney Dangerfield the dog to <laughs> make that comedic move? Then some genius. So whatever they fucking <laughs> do all this shit. Um, uh, Davenport winds up with. He's got the heart. He takes the heart and he, yeah. he fucks off. Everybody else goes back on the Black Pearl. All of the other main characters. And this is when the final Kraken attack sort of happens. And because it's like, again, it's a great sequence, but at this point, like, I've, I feel like I have been sprinting a marathon with this movie. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and it sucks because this Kraken attack is awesome. And they're like fighting back against the Kraken. And like, you know, Will Turner comes up with the idea of like, wait for the tentacles to come up in front of the cannons and then blow the cannons. Right. And it's all cool shit, but like, He's getting like, the leadership quality there. The character's growing a little bit by learning those tactics. Uh, Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow, obviously, who's not playing anyone else in this film. Uh, he, he, he voiced he the Kraken too, Eric. <laughs> Raw, he, vo he voices savvy. the flap of the Kraken you saw in your memory. Uh, but uh, he sacrifices the wait. rum. He sacrifices the rum, makes a rum bomb or whatever, blows yeah. up some of these tentacles. And it's just like, you know, we get so many lines. Why is the rum gone? Because yeah. that's a catchphrase now. But sure. this is this is an insane waste of time character doing a circular thing. It's like this Kraken attack is happening. And it's like it's like the big bad one. It's like the end of the movie. And Jack Sparrow, like, fucks off in a rowboat. 
and he's like, you know, going away from the ship. And is it Kira Knightley? Someone spots him. Kira Knightley. Yeah. And they're like, oh, look at that fucking coward or whatever. And he's out of the sequence. And so then it's like, we're doing with, you know, who we have on the boat. We're getting through with this plan. The Kraken's going to do this. You know, Orlando Bloom's like, I'm going to dump these fucking barrels of gunpowder and this, that, and the other thing. And you just have to, Kira Knightley, shoot one of these barrels. It's going to blow up the Kraken and whatever. And so, like, that's the setup for the scene. And she's about to do it. And then all of a sudden... Again, because it's super easy to just get back on boats in this in this franchise. Johnny Depp is just back on the boat, and he's like, "I'll take it from here." I changed my mind. Yeah. And Jack Sparrow has this heroic shot of the gunpowder canister, and I'm like, "No, what are you doing? Like, there's no point to that at all." Because it looked like for a moment we were going to give a woman something to do (laughs) in this movie and we needed to have Jack Sparrow appear from literally nowhere (laughs) and stop that. It's insane. He's like a hundred yards out in this fucking (laughs) rowboat. And then two seconds later, he's like, I'm right behind you, love. Let me take it from here. And you're like, all right, if you must, Jack Sparrow. Because this movie loves to literally and figuratively spin its wheels. That's just what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, 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 yeah. the thing's kind of blowing up a little bit, but the Kraken's still alive. And this is when Kira Knightley, they had like some flirtatious thing earlier where it's like, oh, you really want me. No, you don't. I'm a good guy. She thinks he's really good and he thinks she's really bad and nobody knows which is which and if they meet in the middle, they could have sex. Uh-huh. Uh, but <laughs> at the end, she's like coming on to him and she makes out with him and she actually chains him to the boat because the thing, the Kraken is after Jack Sparrow, not anybody else. Right. She says like, you know, the Kraken's not after the Black Pearl. It's after you. Right. Which is, which is act of quote unquote cowardice of fleeing in this robo would have been a horrific heroic thing yeah right Right. yeah exactly if he was like come on it's what you know it wants me come and get me and he fucking knows that too which is kind of why this sort of doesn't make sense at all like he totally knows that so you're right eric if that was what he was doing that actually would have been kind of cool because guess what he gets fucking eaten by this thing anyway so you could have saved 15 minutes right here that's the thing that's the thing is it we had to see its angry mouth hole which kind of looks like an angry butthole it does this is asshole dentata yes it is (laughs) asshole dentata (laughs) exactly thanks guys it also uh her flirting with and kissing johnny depp gives will something to look at and he's very mad and i assume that comes up in the third one i did not see the third one nor will i watch it with you but yeah. uh, i don't remember if they addressed that at all i would imagine they have to he looks he looks pretty pissed right isn't then, it um norrington that sets that up though because doesn't norrington start like sowing those seeds earlier on in the movie because he says something to kira knightley about like Oh, is it sure? Are you sure that it's, you know, Will Turner you're doing this for and not a certain other drunken pirate in this yes, movie? Yes, yeah. Um, and then but, like, yeah. he gets sprayed with this ass knot and then the one Academy <laughs> voter that was like, no, he's better than Bill Murray in, in Lost in Translation. I don't want, oh, oh I, I, I wasted my vote. <laughs> I mean, it, you can't do retroactive <laughs> performance judging. It's true. Well, I bet you could. 
<laughs> I mean, would that you could indeed, but you know, when at the time of the voting for the Black Pearl performance, <laughs> he didn't know or she didn't know that casting that vote, they were casting a vote for a character that would be sprayed by the Kraken's ass juice in the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> You just never know. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. You guys. I mean, and then I met the Kraken again. <laughs> yeah, it could happen to any any beloved uh, character or performance. Like Forrest Gump could have been sprayed with ass juice in fucking Forrest Gump too. Ah, it's spitting on me, <laughs> etc. Uh, Fr Abraham and Amadeus too get sprayed with ass juice. <laughs> There's shrimp soup, shrimp face. That's Davy Jones. I'm not him. <laughs> Mystic River 2, Sean Penn's trying to expand his Boston crime empire. He's just spit in the face with crack and ass juice in Southie. <laughs> That's what they Why did. Not? At it's the, a port. Uh, That's what they did at the MTV Movie Awards. <laughs> Best kiss. The ass crack and, and uh, Jack Sparrow. Alan Arkin won his Oscar for getting sprayed in Little Miss Sunshine. (laughs) That's what happens. At the end, they all dance on stage and they all get sprayed with ash juice. Those pageants get wild. They do. That was uh, Greg Kinnear's ash juice specifically. (laughs) Oh. Uh yeah, so they fucking they fight this crack and they sort of like blow it up, not really. And then yes, she handcuffs him to the ship it's oh no you. it's stephen hawking in the theory of everything too getting sprayed with ass juice stop it. Oh, i God. got sprayed with ass juice professor his computer shorting out <laughs> that's not you know it's not bad at me it's bad for you steve for fucking bringing that to the table I, you know what dude maybe it'll get cut and maybe it won't I, I fucking come won't. find me i'm in my house uh, <laughs> Quarantine is doing crazy things to us all. Yeah. Um, what if I be- did get sprayed by ass juice? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what if we went right to the ass hospital where I get sprayed with ass juice? How about that? Oh man. So yeah, the the kraken comes up and fucking swallows him whole. He's got the line, "Hello, beastie," and I remember specifically. In the fucking theater. Hello, beastie. This theater went apeshit. Really? They were like cheering him on. Like as he, he was taking it to hell tonight, man. They Like the audience knew. Here's Jack Sparrow sacrificing himself until the third movie. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? And they were going fucking wild. Yeah, get the fucking beastie. Hello, bestiality. How about first, you get penetrated by my whole body? <laughs> So he's swallowed up, and that's kind of really the end of it. The pearl goes down, uh, you know, with the whole thing here. They sort of just watch, like, from the from afar. Um, and you're like, okay, kind of a great place to leave it, almost. Sure. Um, but then, like, you, there's, I mean, there's so much more of this movie, but it's like... <laughs> Norrington, you see him go to the uh, the trading company guy. What's his name? Eckhart? Beckett. <laughs> oh, Beckett. <laughs> Lord Beckett. Lord Beckett. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Dark Lord of the Tea or whatever they trade. <laughs> and he's like, you know, oh, you wanted that fucking compass. Well, guess what? What if I had something better? And he fucking hucks this bag with a heart onto the, the desk. And that's sort of like 
the end of that whole thing. And then like there's this nonsense scene back with Naomi Harris and we're like giving a fucking toast to Jack Sparrow. This is some more uh, Will Turner getting pissed off about that smooch yeah. because they're all like, oh, did Captain Jack Sparrow and Kira Knightley's like, he was a good man. And he fucking looks like, the fuck did you say about that yeah. pirate? What and, did you say? And at Chelsea's point, this is like too gloomy for this franchise. I'm sorry. Like, it just, it, we should be having more fun here. Also, like, so yeah. you think it should be less an Empire ending and more of a Jedi ending where it's everybody's just dancing around a fire? I just think it should be a fucking Indiana Jones on to the next adventure, yeah. you guys. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you're totally right. That the problem or, is connecting take, the sorry, movies. I, but the first one manages to end like an Indiana, like, all right, time yeah. to keep pirating like right, just but end it, your movies that way but it, yeah you're right it doesn't specifically set up the journey of the next movie who cares who remembers a year late I, I watched this movie yesterday and i barely remember what happened <laughs> no one remembers no one cares just keep pirating yeah. <laughs> i agree i think norrington like i think he went to too much trouble you could have just cut out a like a cow's heart and given that Trick to him, him and say like, yeah, yeah, sign, that's David Jones's heart. Uh, sign me my freedom. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Okay, zoinks. <laughs> yeah, oh man, that's a fucking fish heart right there, brother. No, no, yeah, yeah, the Kraken too. Yeah, you just, uh, I don't know, but fumble it. it oh, oh, don't, don't touch it with your raw hands, or else, uh, yeah, you'll, uh, you'll get cursed. Oh, you never know. You know, you, maybe there's Cowie Jones, and it's like a land version of Davy Jones, and he's got nice. like, udders for beards. Dude, if one of these sequels has them go to a mystical island where it's kind of just Doc, uh, Dr. Moreau's island, yeah, and there's fucking cowmen, yeah, I'm kind of on board. And he's I'll got see one of those dudes swashbuckling with his fucking teats out. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Be great, dude. Uh, but so yeah, Naomi Harris is like, yeah, you know, it's a real bummer that Jack Sparrow died. Hey, would you kids like another movie? <laughs> and she yeah. just lays out. She's like, oh, you're bummed that he's dead, huh? Well, how about you bring him back from the dead? Here's what you gotta do for that next fucking movie. You gotta go to the world's end and find fuckity fuck whatever the hell. Right. But you need a captain who knows those waters, and you realize. This whole time, in the last five to seven seconds of this movie, what it was missing the whole time is the best part of the first movie. Yep. It's fucking Jeffrey Rush's Barbosa. Yep. And in his line, he just goes, so tell me, what's become of my ship? And he bites into that apple, and I'm like, oh, God damn it, that was awesome. And this apple is... It's like an apple water balloon. This thing goes up like a fucking like a <laughs> grenade in his mouth. Well, because <laughs> dude, he's still he's still super psyched <laughs> to be it. tasting food again. So he's just biting into shit he like just, an animal. Yeah, he knows how to bite stuff well. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's we sort of ended. So what is the fucking wait? So what's the stinger though? It doesn't actually have anything to do with setting up the third movie. It's no, it's the dog. It's a dog. Oh, and he's just he's just the king of that island now. Get yeah. this love, get this love. Dog is God backwards. <laughs> Savvy. 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 He may still get eaten. We don't know. Yeah. God, that is devastating news for that dog. Yeah. And here's this dog. He thinks everyone's giving him this attention <laughs> only to eat him. It's so sad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is that is blissfully the end of this movie, which I think is the longest of these movies. Oh, I think thank we, God. 
We finally we we got over the hill here, and everything starts dialing oh, so back. We Glad to the join curve. you for this one. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Eric? Oh, I said we flattened the curve. Uh, <laughs> so we flattened the runtime God, curve. I God think. willing. Uh, but yeah, so at World's End. Uh, oh, actually, I'm terribly sorry, everybody. It at World's longer? End is the longest movie. Oh, yeah. nice. And, oh, get ready for this. It's definitely two watches. It's two hours and 49 minutes. <laughs> I hear you paint pirate ships. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my God. And that honestly has to be why I fell asleep when we saw the theaters. Nearly I just, there was only so much I could do. <laughs> nearly three hours of that horse shit. But the, with the previews and everything, you're in there for three and a half hours. A little bit of inside baseball. I'm so glad that we're taking a break next week to record our uh, episode on The Ring on Patreon. Gore Verbinski's right. The Ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, that's coming up, Steve Sadek. I, I will say this. That was a movie. I saw it in the theaters. I fucking shit my pants throughout the entire thing. I had not seen Ringu at the time. I was not hip to uh, J-horror in any way. But this movie scared the living shit out of me and Brian Cox's hilarious cinema suicide. I've seen one horrifying scene of that movie and that was enough. The horse? Yeah. Yeah, that mm-hmm. horse gets it. Horse suicide too in that movie. Coming up on patreon.com slash we hate movies. <laughs> but that is the end of uh, our discussion of Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest from Aught 6, directed by Gore Verbinski. And the next time you will see us, we are indeed chatting about Pirates of the Caribbean... Which one is it, Steve? This is At World's End coming at, up next week. At World's End. Just call them three, four, five. <laughs> Steve. Oh, trust me. You know where I stand. <laughs> I'm I with think, you. Steve, I think with these, you should use these movies as the example, Steve. Yeah, that's true. Because you, you never know which is which. Exactly. None I was of them so afraid I was watching the wrong one, and I was going to come here and be like, guys, right? And you'd be like, that's not this movie. <laughs> <laughs> would anybody recommend this movie? We'll start with our guest for the week. Uh, Chelsea, would you recommend this movie? I don't think so. I feel like these movies, time has come and gone. The, <laughs> the ship has sailed, as it oh. were. Yeah. If you liked it, you might still like it. If you were kind of eh on it, it's just going downhill from there. If you never <laughs> saw it, I mean, we have nothing else to do, so I guess watch it. But, like, I don't know. There's there's still other things to watch instead of this. Fair enough. Um, Steve Zadak? Uh, no, um, I don't like any of these movies. I, I, I don't even think this is that good of a hangover movie just because it's so – the tedium is really large. It's a little – it's a lot less fun, I feel, than the last movie as well. Um, although I do think Bill Nighy and this design is really cool. But other than that, not much. Uh, Eric Siska? Yeah, I would say, I mean, the first movie is better, and I didn't really recommend it that hard, so I can't really recommend this one. But I do think it could be a hangover situation because I do think the CGI really holds up, maybe even more than the skeleton men of the last film. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes forever, so you could sleep through large swaths of it. Um, but at the end of the day, not really, no. Totally. Uh, Chris Cabin? Fuck this movie. Absolutely not. <laughs> Never watch this. I love Chris's recommends. Fuck out of here. This Best. fucking shit sucks. It's okay to like a movie. I, I want to mention, get that in. There's a lot of people that have an affinity for this series. They have a nostalgia for this series. I'm very I'm happy people, for them. This fucking sucks. Wa- are kids watching these movies like little kids, like on Disney Plus, just Probably. putting this shit on? Well, think I, about like people who saw this in the theaters now have kids, right? Yeah, that's, that's a good point. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess so those people are subjecting their children to this movie. That's the thing is like I feel people like adults who are younger than us probably have a stronger affinity for these movies. Um, Yeah, that makes sense. Especially like the later sequels, which just like they came and went like I never even when that fourth one was announced and was like being advertised for and whatnot. I would never for a second was like, I'm going to see that movie. You know what I mean? I think that kind of says it all. Because well, we go to all sorts of shit. We, we go to the theater for all of sorts shit. of shit. Yeah. I can turn you all to Ash right now because a <laughs> listener of this program I saw mentioned on social media that, oh, you know, I loved those first three movies when I was in the sixth grade. Yep. Oh, yeah. We are, we are all super old. And people are even older than us, and they feel even worse about that could, statement. Could, yeah, could you imagine being older <laughs> than us? There's plenty. <laughs> Uh, I don't know that I'd recommend this either. I mean, the problem with it being a hangover movie is that the beauty of a hangover movie, like a real right tried and true perfect hangover movie is a movie that you can dip in and out of consciousness with because you're so hungover and you're just trying to like sleep it off on the couch. And when you wake up, you can still follow the movie. Yeah. This you cannot do. I don't think you can do it with any of these movies really. Maybe with that first one, you know, if from the two and a third that I've seen, you can't do it while being awake either. Well, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, this movie specifically, the first one maybe because I'm trying to think. I think last week I said that this was maybe a hangover movie, um, but yeah, this one no, it's definitely not. You just you can't fucking follow it if you're passing out, and if you're awake and listening to it, I mean, my God, that's just churning your stomach. Plus all the gross fucking barnacle pirates. I mean, that's. Especially if you were out drinking and eating like shrimp cocktail all night. Or any sort of rum. <laughs> any rum specifically, that's a good call. If you were like fucked up on rum and you're hungover. Oh, Jesus. That's and you go one. to watch these movies, forget it, dude, because they're just swilling the stuff that's making you vomit right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that is now the end of our Dead Man's Chest conversation. Stay tuned next week for At World's End. Uh, we're, I believe, am I remembering right? We are welcoming back friend of the show, Ben Wooster. Correct. Yeah. Hey. That is awesome. You you know Ben Wooster from guesting on this show. He's, of course, the co-host of Eric Siska's Hooked on TJ Hooker. Yes, uh, the which... most useless podcast in existence <laughs> where we're re- we are recapping every single episode of TJ Hooker in order. We're on season three, epi- episode 13 coming up, and all the guys have been on the show before. So check it out if you want to waste some time under quarantine. Dude, you guys are blowing through this series, by the way. What do you got, like two seasons left? Uh, yeah, and by calculation, since we do it monthly, I think we have a few more years of this. <laughs> uh, where can they find info about that program? Uh, you know, uh, on Twitter at TJ Hooker Podcast or TJ Hooker Podcast.com, or just find it on iTunes or wherever, you know. There you go for, for non pirate related material this month. So, this was a lot of fun, Chelsea. I want to thank you for uh, uh, suffering our buffoonery <laughs> for the last two hours. Thank you for having me. <laughs> love you guys, love the show. I'm really happy to have done this, even for this movie. It's kind of nice to also talk to people who aren't me and work people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like we're not talking to each other all the time and getting a little sick of each other, probably. Uh, where can folks find your work on the internet? I'm on Twitter at Chelsea Dupin. I run a pop culture newsletter called Extra Extra. The link to subscribe to that is in my Twitter bio. There's also an Instagram account for it, if that's more your speed, at Extra Extra Graham. Very good. 
Uh, but yeah, that's it. I'm excited to talk about The Ring uh, next week in our recordings, and we're going to get that out for the Patreon people. Patreon.com slash We Hate Movies as uh, May goes on here. What else are we doing? We got a Jetsons Animation Damnation. A Jetsons Animation Damnation, Eric. Who are we doing on uh, Gleep Glosser? Oh, we are doing one of the Gormarian Guards. That's one of the pig people from Jabba's Palace. So that's Love those be... pig people, dude. Yeah, we're going to get in the slop with that guy. Which one are we talking about, Gary? Uh, I think it's like Gartog or something. I'll have the materials in front of me when we do <laughs> Oh, it's, it's Gar Talk. They just call him Gary for short, dude. <laughs> for sure. Or Tog. Uh, hey, Tog. <laughs> All right. Apologies for this fucking extended outro on this episode. <laughs> I don't think I've beefed it this bad in show history. Well, it's uh, just like the movie. We're yeah. going to end a few times before <laughs> we do it. For real. I, All right, guys. Now I'm going to bring out the rolling water wheel. <laughs> no! <laughs> So until next week with Pirates of the Caribbean colon at World's End, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadek. Rx Seasick. Chris Cabin. Chelsea Jupin. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.